Sat Pod. One thirty-seven. The Spanish Round Table Podcast. Forgot the name of the show for a second. I didn't release it's it there. Sat Pod. The Sat Think Pod. Think about it. Sat Pod for so long that now. It's what, what does it even mean? Exactly. Uh, November the seventeenth, the year two thousand and sixteen, is today's date. Year of our Lord. And all three of us are back in here together. Scotty, you're back from your one week suspension. Have so you, I've been suspended three times. Am I fired now? Have you le- no, because we uh, I think we decided last week. I'm a part timer. Yeah, part timers don't uh, don't qualify. So, so, uh, so why am I even getting downgraded to part timer? They don't piss test the part timers. Exactly. Huh? Look at the Rock. He shows up looking like a cycled up guy. Yeah. Looking huge. Rock is huge. He's that a large true. man. The sexiest man alive. That's right. He uh, that's big honor for him, I yeah. guess. Oh, that's something he won recently. Yeah. Yep. Oh, this week. Oh, oh breaking news! I just saw that thing where he said he'd be a president or he'd run next year. Ah, uh, well, not next I, year. I, I don't think like he actually has any intentions. I was just saying that the Rock would be a good president. No, but he had said something about that this week too. Well, sure. I'm sure. So, the like, Rock uh, says something about running for president yeah. on the weekly. Maybe like <laughs> Good Morning America or something like that. Asked him about it. He probably wakes up every morning, looks in the mirror, and says, yeah. you know who should be president? Mm. You. And then he does the people's Sand eyebrow. The reflection. Yeah. The Rock. The Rock. Close yeah. enough. The Rock. All the you same thing. If he, he was, was like the Barack president, and then when he like won the election, his like first speech, he's like, inaugural speech, he was just like, just smell. <laughs> like if he did that. Like just like Why runs. Not? Runs totally on like a clean, legit platform. Yeah. But as soon as he gets elected in, just, just goes straight into character for his whole term. <laughs> yeah. It'd be great. I think I think people would vote hoping that that would happen. I my what I think about who could get voted into the White House has totally changed now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Any WWE Hall of Famer could do it probably now. It's going to be sooner rather than later in our lifetime a fictional character will get voted into the White House. <laughs> Homer J. Simpson yeah. is your I vote for Homer. president. Uh, what's new, fellas? Scotty, you should go first because we haven't seen you in a couple Uh I saw Doctor Strange. And? It's all right. Uh-oh. Marvel movies are all the same now. Like I, I thought, thought this, this was the most different Marvel it, like, movie. It was, in a very but it, like, it's still. Like, it was magic, but they still used a lot of action fighting with their hands. Yeah, totally. That's what superheroes do. They fight. They bust people. shit up. But Doctor Strange doesn't really ever do that, though, in the comics. He just, like, di- uses spells from a distance most of the time. Mm. So it was just like, whatever. But I thought there would be, hope- was hoping there'd be less jokes. And I've just come to, that's how Marvel is. Everybody's cracking wise. Gotta get the jokes in. It's like yeah. WWE. Everybody's gotta tell jokes. Sure. That's, Everybody's gotta be John Cena. Everyone's gotta be Iron Man. It is a more lighthearted, fun thing than DC is doing and DC stuff is shit. Yeah, it's so true. So I can't even blame they, them. I feel like they have a formula with Disney where they're like, you know what? We'll just keep making money like this. Nobody really complains. Most people say they like the style of film. Whatever. It, it's true. Like on, like I definitely have my favorites and, and least favorites, but on the large, if there's a Marvel movie out, I'll probably at least kind of like it. There was some uh, well-respected movie critic that put out his top Marvel movies of all time, and he had Doctor Strange at number two behind uh, mm. yeah, I thought Guardians it was of the Galaxy. So. Oh. Visually stunning. That's what oh, I heard yeah. The, yeah. The There's one crazy. point in there where you're just like, like Brando, who's someone who doesn't really partake in the marijuana substances. Mm. But I'm sure at one point he's like, man, this would be real sweet if I was high. It's funny 
knowing as many high people as I do and doing the job I do, somehow I've managed to not look at anything that is visually appealing and say, this would be better high. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't think that when it gets, like, thrown through? No, I don't think that about anything. Like, every oh. now and then, if there's, like, a super psychedelic thing, I was like, oh, the, the, the weed fellas would love this. But it's not like every time there's, like, cool visual stuff going on, I'm like, oh, why am I not baked? Oh, that was kind of me for it. I was like, <laughs> I, uh-huh. dude, I, Wish I had smoked My more jaw with... hit the floor when you said that. I was so shocked. Oh, well. Uh, such than that, I've just been playing Overwatch. Sombra's back. Or not back, but out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here. on the consoles, not on the PTR only. Your thoughts? She's really strong. She's, I think, she, right now, she's like in the top five characters. I uh, actually don't think she's very strong at all. I think she's pretty, pretty average across mm-hmm. the board. Yeah, we uh, I think for all just... the hype that she had going in, yeah. where everyone's like, "Oh, she's gonna be so OP." Uh, she can get out though. She like she always has a free way to get out for the most part. I find that honestly, whenever I'm shooting at her, she turns invisible to get away. But like my first bullet after she turns invisible Boom. has hit her, and she uninvisibles. Does, they, does she never do that like little teleport out? Uh, every now and then. Uh, but th- I think that you can only keep that on the ground for 15 seconds or something. So I find a lot yeah. of the times when I fight her, she doesn't have it she doesn't set have up. It set or up. she has it set up somewhere very close to where I found her. So then I'm like, ah, Tracer's way harder to keep track of for me than yeah, me too. Yeah, that's Sombra. true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she can just yeah. bust that thing out whenever she wants, and then she's gone. I'm like, yeah, oh, Tracer's fuck. stronger than her, I would say, actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. The ability to take away people's, like, you can make fair and not be able to take off. That's yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah, and, and hacking the Reinhardt shield. Yeah, hacking the really Reinhardt shield for me was I was like, fuck, she's a complete counterpick to my main. Yeah, so. it's uh she, gun she plays a vital part already. That SMG? Yeah, it yeah. doesn't it's really bad for an attacking character. Like the, one of the first things we offense. all said is like, why is she an, an attack <coughs> character? She seems like she should be a defense or something. Or support or something yeah. like that. Because yeah. it's all ability based. Because, yeah, we were just like, she I think she's only assault kill a of the, lot of people. I think she's only assault because the invisibility run for how fast she goes. Yeah, I guess. But she doesn't, like, no one seems to have very high kill counts with her. She has more healing attributes than Symmetra does when she can hack those. Yeah, I don't understand why Symmetra is not a That's what I thought character. they'd do. I thought they'd put her into support and then move Symmetra into defense. Into defense, the only yeah. Thing, the only reason Symmetra in was attack. in support was the armor, eh? And teleporter. Yeah. Well, but that's not that's more defense, I think, than support. Yeah, I think it's support because you're cutting. Well, I guess it aids in defense because mm-hmm. you're you're pretty much doubling up on the time from running from the spawn point. Welcome to the <laughs> Overwatch cast, where we talk a lot of Overwatch. It's a great. Game. How many hours have you put into that game now, Scotty? Fuck, I don't know. I'll check tonight and I'll text you. All right. I think it might be in two hundred now. Ooh, I've fallen off quite a bit since more games have come out. I usually only play with you guys now. Whereas before, I would just play on my own. Um, I really, really like Titanfall, which has kind of been my go-to game. In fact, I think for the first time in a very long time, I said to you guys while we were playing Overwatch, do you want to play Titanfall? <laughs> Whereas normally, I'm just good playing whatever everyone's playing. Mm. I yeah. bought Battlefield 1 I heard it like was a good. fool on Friday. I was like, I, I got really money. Good. I'll buy it. Oh, it's great. I enjoy Battlefield immensely. Uh, just for how large the maps are and playing like 64 players. But I was like, huh, I think Sombra's going to drop on like Tuesday. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. And Battlefields, it's just too much for me. I can't handle it. There's too much shit going on. I just like it because it's yeah. like. They like Battlefront, which is essentially the same thing. It is, but at least that way it's, it's Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, <laughs> Star Wars will get you there. You have the lasers a, to keep them happy. Be a I know. Jedi and 
Battlefront. I don't like playing Battlefront, the new Battlefront at all, but I like laying on the couch and just watching Warren play it and listening to the sounds mm. and shit. Being like, there's some Star Wars ass shit going on Star here. Star Wars. <laughs> pew, 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 uh, pew. Anything else? Scott? No, I'm good. No? Okay, Brando? Yeah, I didn't uh, get up to a whole lot either. I worked like nine days in a row uh, coming off my extra life thing. Uh, and then just had a couple days off. Do you know what I did? I watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ah. Yeah, that's... Is rediscovering my youth. Uh, so there's a new Dragon Ball Z that you can watch. It's not actually new anymore, but there's this Dragon Ball Kai thing where they say, as we remastered it, we cut out all the bullshit. Cut out all the filler. Uh, it's just like what you need to watch now. It's just, And I watched like five episodes of that, and I'm like, you know what? I really miss the bullshit. So I went back and started watching like the old. You know what my favorite part of the anime was the filler. Yeah, Mm. like that's what makes the good stuff mean so much. Is because you're like, well, it took me twenty episodes for this (laughs) shit to happen. Right. 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 I don't want it to just be all good. I need my. It's like wrestling. Yeah, you need. If every match was match of the year, right? Wrestling wouldn't be as fun. Yeah, sometimes you need that Carmella versus Nikki Bella to put things in perspective for you. Just get you there. Yeah, just need something to get you there. Uh, (laughs) So I watched a whole lot of that. Played a lot of Picross on my DS, uh, and uh, started playing uh, Ocarina of Time on my DS. Also, a very good that's game. That's a good game. Yep. I stole it from you. Yep, that's a tremendous video game. Yeah. It looks um, way better than the N64 one. Yes. I was like, it's good to look better because it's newer, but it's also on a very, it's on a handheld system, so I'll go to get a look. Turns out it looks very good. Yep. I don't like playing those games in 3D. It hurts no. my eyes. Yeah, I'm not a big off. fan of the 3D either. It's... Jack up the audio. I don't know anyone who likes the 3D gimmick really on the 3DS. Like unless you have it perfectly at that. There's a sweet spot. Mm -hmm. The only game where I ever played it, and I was like, "Wow, the 3D is kind of doing something here for me," because most of the time my eyes just don't work with it or whatever. Yeah. Was uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon? Link between. But even then, you had to have it a very specific Mm -hmm. spot and almost squint. Link between worlds, you like needed it sometimes to tell. Like you do a lot of like walking above. A floor with holes in it so you can see the floor below and what's above and I felt like when I was on 2D I was like I can't even tell what's what what floor I'm yeah. on and then as soon as I turned it to 3D I was like okay this makes oh, sense. Oh there we go perspective. Yeah. yeah but the problem is whenever I'm playing my 3DS I'm looking usually at a TV or something too occasionally when something exciting happens um, and it's, as soon as you look away and you look back your 3D is just like and you gotta like refocus squint. Yeah it's tough. Yeah. Tough to handle. I swear it fucks with my contacts too. Like my contacts. Yeah, probably. Your eyeballs are just wiggling trying to figure yeah. it out. Can't handle. Uh, that was pretty much it though. Yeah, I got. I finally got a couple days off. Ate a lot of pizza. Ate mm. a lot of wings. Watched Dragon Ball Z and played video games. It was great. It was great. Sixteen-year-old Brandon would have been proud. <laughs> <laughs> You're living life. Yeah. Good. Um. Yeah, I didn't do much in the past week either. Because I guess the most interesting thing that I did was I went and did a a tour of a distillery, a local Ooh. distillery. Ooh. On the weekend, and which one? Uh, a big rig, big rig, and uh, they showed us how they make the the vodka that they make for our uh, radio station, and all their other drinks, and it was pretty interesting, like to see the process and how like meticulous they need to be in every aspect, and how like if you accidentally put in a milligram too much of this, then it fucks the whole batch up, and then it's Kirkland brand. It's. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good. And then at the end of it, they're like, "Would you like to go sample some?" And we we're all like, "Yes, please." So we went into their little tasting room, and they have like a mini bar in there, and 
made a Caesars. They have this garlic vodka, which is fucking unbelievable. Ooh. I'm not even a Caesar guy, but my God, that was I a tasty like drink. Caesars at all. Uh, I do enjoy me a Caesar. Ah, Would you? It sucks because I always watch people on Sundays getting a Caesars, and I'm like, man, there's no other alternative to Caesars on mm. a Sunday. There's no other like, oh, it's a good hangover drink. Is there's none? It's and just Caesars, and I don't too. like Caesars. I know. Yeah, that's why because they're a great drink for a hangover. Yep. So I end up just having more beer and being like, well, this is gross. And that's it. I fuck. Uneventful. Kept it. Yeah, we kept it quiet this week. Uneventful. But this weekend, man. There's a lot Burn of wrestling going on. Burn this motherfucker to the ground. A lot of wrestling going on. We're going to have to make a bunch of picks at the end of yeah, the show. Yeah, yes. pick central. Jesus. Also, how do you choose which song to use? Because there's so many different ones for both just, pay-per-views. Uh, I just picked my favorite one. I was a little biased this week. Is it Parkway? Well, I guess we'll find out. We guess we will. The show, won't we? We'll, we'll, fucking we'll... trying to spoil it here, Scotty. Ooh, whoa. Getting People spoilers just out this leave. Early. Yeah. We oh, don't. it's this song. I'm done. That's uh, all oh, people tune in for. Oh, I'm checking out. Fuck this podcast. Literally all people tune in for. Oh, I thought it was going to be the weekend. Damn it. Just like, a no. bunch of fucking bullshit we say. It's like what we say in TV news. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about what you're shooting. You're just trying to get them to the next commercial break. I will uh, I will say now because Glad Ty was, care so much about our news. was tweeting earlier. Uh, we we do have an email from Ms. Guy this oh, week. Good. So everybody news. brace yourself for that later. For some, uh, that might be a hook. For other, that might be, uh, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. I'm going to leave now. We so There's we lost, we're going to lose the guys from the end of the yeah. song, and then we're going to lose some guys from the Miz tease. And right. By the end, we got, you know, a third of the audience left. But we Fucking still, Duncan we got, just sitting there listening. Big Bad Boris <laughs> will make it to the end. He always does. We got we got four other emails, though, and it's pretty good. So There you go. We'll, uh, we'll get all that to do later on. But right now, let's do the news. And now. Spanish announced table news. Before I pass it to Brandon Lynch, I have breaking news right now. No! There's a pack of tortillas in here. Whoa. Well, I'll be damned. Hot damn. I don't pass know why, around. but anybody needs a tortilla. You know, I try and Warren's be. Warren's got you covered. Dempster's uh, original. Ooh. Got you. I try and be so quiet during those things, like not even breathe too close to the mic. Mm-hmm. And then Warren comes in with a big hot burp. <laughs> Now, this Monster Energy drink, which, by the way, thank you for bringing me that, is uh, five star podcast here. Make me a little gassy, so as it does. That's all right. Uh, now you can go, Brandon. Lee. All right, we're embarrassed in no particular order. Uh, the 2017 edition of Survivor Series, while we're in the season, uh, is going to be held uh, in the Toyota Center. That's a big venue in Houston. Uh, on November 19th, 2017, they also kind of paid more. Uh, Note of, we're doing this big four thing. They're going to be kind of like majors where all four of them will always have the NXT thing and the Raw thing after all in the same city, and we're going to sell you packages to go see them. Yeah, so they want to run four nights consecutive in whatever building that they're in for the major pay-per-view is their idea, which... That's kind of neat. It's okay. That'd be cool. They're like super weekends, pretty much. Raw's travel packages, like people being like, like if you're going to go, hey... You're gonna go spend some money on wrestling. Why not go fly out to one of these big four things, mm-hmm. catch a good pay, an above average pay per view, an NXT show, which is always good, a Raw and a SmackDown. 
But then you also run the risk of by the time SmackDown, even Raw sometimes rolls around, fans are just tired of wrestling too. Well, they're not good enough fans then. For example, they're all burnt out. They released uh, the ticket sales thus far for this Survivor Series. Uh-huh. Uh, Survivor Series sold out. Yep. Monday Night Raw is very, very, very close to sold. I think there's only standing room for Raw. Yeah. SmackDown is only a quarter sold, yep. and NXT is not sold out yet. That's crazy. Yeah. That might be the most surprising one. Yeah. I thought Takeover would be the first one to sell out. It usually is. Yeah. But I don't know. They have not sold out yet. And by gum, I wish I could go. And like that was speaking of getting burnt out, that one's the first show. So you'd think that that, that would be yeah. the easiest one to do. Yeah. I don't know. Most exciting. Hopefully it sells out. It'd be nice to get three nights in a row in that ACC with a raucous crowd. Rocket. Yeah, especially in Canada. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's fucked that that's not sold out. Yeah. You think Canada would be all over the yeah, you, you figure, NXT? Because they don't come around to Canada often for TV at all. Or even just Americans coming to Canada being like, I am the richest person in this country because my money is worth more than yours. <laughs> my quarter's worth like 28 cents. <laughs> oh, it's more than that, I think. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah, they get 70, our cents. money's like 75 cents on the dollar right yeah. now. Oh, just in the shitter. Yeah, it's bad. It's not good. Nope. Our three quarters are worth their dollar. <laughs> uh, more news. Um, Linda McMahon. Bless her. Uh, I don't even know how confirmed this is, but she uh, is apparently in the running to be in President-elect Donald Trump's cabinet. Yeah. This would not surprise me at all if true. <laughs> uh, yeah. She'll finally get in. They, uh... They, being the McMahons, did donate an awful lot of money to Trump's campaign, so it would not surprise me if uh, if this they, did happen. They bought their way onto the team? Sure. Yeah, I guess that's kind of what happened. Uh, she is trying to become the Secretary of Commerce. All right. Commerce is a fancy word for business stuff. Ooh. So she can give Vince all of the tax breaks he needs yeah. to stay afloat. <laughs> Speaking of Trump <laughs> and wrestling, uh-huh. uh, Joey Styles was fired from Evolve. Right for making a uh, grabber by the pussy oh, joke that he, that like Gabe Sapolsky was like, don't say anything political. Joey's like, what about this one joke? He's like, no, don't do it. And then he goes he up did. there, still does it, and he well, got he probably fired. should get Joey, fired then. Joey. So rip Joey Styles' job and evolve. You are not important enough to get away with like legitimately doing the opposite of what they tell you. <laughs> you say that for Austin, yeah. Triple H, well, Triple H is doing it because he mm. runs the show now, but right. Brock Lesnar mm. says fuck all the time now, apparently. Sure. And yeah. What are they going to do about it? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your kids. Whoa, Brock Lesnar. Easy. Uh, we talked about Dwayne already being the sexiest man alive. That was my lead news story until we talked about it. Uh, bad news about Vader. He tweeted oh, on yeah. Monday that he has an estimated two years to live due to a congestive heart failure. Uh, according to Vader, whose real name is Leon White, two doctors informed him that the condition of his heart deteriorated due to the effects of wrestling and playing football. And also just being a large yes. man for as many years as he has been. I'm sure it didn't yeah, help things either. That sucks. That uh, that does suck. Let's get Vader never, in the Hall of Fame, baby. I was never a huge Vader fan. I don't think I ever watched when he was around wrestling. But yeah, like when was I he? Him in Boy Meets Rap. World. Yeah, me too. Yes, yeah. that's that the biggest thing that I'm gonna look back on. Yeah, who um, wrestled him? Sean? No, Eric. Eric. No. Was it Eric? No. Is Mr. Feeney? Where they manage him? 
Feeney didn't wrestle him. Feeney gets in at the end. They they managed him, right? Who did he wrestle? It might have just been Corey. I feel like there's a strong chance it was Corey. I don't think. No, okay. It's Joey Joey the Rat. He's Vader's the manager. No, no. Yeah, he is. It's Joey the Rat versus Corey. Uh, Speaking of shows. First spot on the wrestling team. We were talking about shows we want to see on Netflix. King of the Hill, Cough, Cough. Ooh. I would also love to see Boy Meets World. World on Netflix. Especially with Show Me Going Away, because Show Me has that. <sighs> When's Show Me Going Away? November 30th. I'm running out of time to watch Boy Meets World. How much is Show Me? Like four, four or five bucks? I'm going to probably pay the five bucks and try and watch all that before <laughs> the end of November. Just cram it in? Well, Just, Dragon Ball Z yeah. will have so to wait. So is it Joey the Rat versus Corey? I'm still... Uh... Working, you gotta dig deep it to find is. these. The episode's called The Thrilla and Filla. Uh, should be, it should have been Thrilla and Filla. I think it was a tag match, it almost looks like. Oh, Corey's that makes sense. And Sean's in there. I was kind of wondering how they all got uh, they all got spots in a one on one match versus Frankie and Joey the Rat. Well, they only like uh, there's nothing on Google that tells me it, and I'm just looking at pictures, oh. and 90% of the pictures are just Vader picking up Corey and throwing him. Well, so he gets involved at some point. That's the important part. <laughs> at some point in time, you've seen this episode. Right. Tweet us at Sapod. Fuck, that was a great show. Boy, did really I learn a, a lot. Yeah, I learned a lot from Boy Meets World growing up. Mm. And then Vader took him to, I think they called it WrestleMania in that show. Wow. And then they went paid to a lot the, of money for yeah. that. You guys yep. want to go see the big show? <laughs> Good. All right. Um, I like how I found the IMBD for this episode. The Halloween. Episode of that, I remember being uh, very scary. The one with um, turns out it was a dream. Yeah, there's Sean's dream one where he everyone, does all the horror movie cliches. Yeah, everyone died when they're in college. Yeah, that's a good one. Feeney dies with a scissors in his back. And then doesn't the killer end up being Corey? Like Court? No, Sean. Sean. Like yeah. Sean, like takes the hood off the killer, and it's another Sean. Yeah, who after Sean had already died too. Yeah. Spooky stuff, man. Sean already died? How did he take the hood off the guy? Oh, right, because it was Sean's dream. You're right. I think it was Sean looking at Sean. Yes, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I an extensive synopsis on this episode, actually. And? Joey the Rat versus Corey, because they both want to be on the wrestling team. And they the wrestling team only needs one guy for that weight class. Mm. And then Joey the Rat is friends with Frankie, whose dad is Vader. That makes sense. Uh, Summer Rae has apparently been injured. For quite some time. Yeah, she just came out on Instagram and said, y'all wondering why I'm not here? And I was like, I forgot you weren't here. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it turns out she's injured, and she uh, was uh, hesitant on if she wanted to disclose the injury. Mm. Uh, She's, uh, that's where she at. She's working out now. Uh, Tony Nese and Drew Gulak. Signed with uh, the, the WWE. The nice. dub. That's good. Didn't know they weren't signed, as I don't with most people who wrestle on the company regularly. Right. They're just paid by appearance, similar to, like, Spirit Squad right now. God. Uh, and I think that's all I got here. Got one last one. Speaking of signings. Ring of Honor su- uh, signed exclusive deals with UK stars Marty Skrull and Will Ospreay. Nice. So, Will Ospreay turned down WWE by the sounds of it. Yeah, that uh, was kind of the feeling that everyone seemed to think was going to happen with him. So, he'll he'll get there eventually. Oh, yeah. No, he's super young. 
why not sign with Ring of Honor for a couple yeah. years, work New Japan and whatnot, and then when you three years from now go to WWE and make a bazillion dollars, grow your brand, so to speak. You could be the next AJ Styles. Sure. Um, there is now betting odds for the uh, 2020 election in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, the full list of betting odds right now has uh, the favorite, Donald Trump, <coughs> paying it a 2-1. to one. Then uh, Mike Pence at a 10-1. to one. We have Donald Trump at even money. And 2-1. Uh, <laughs> to one No, 2-1, to one, yeah. But 2-1. to one, so they, Right, 1-1 one to one would be even money. And then uh, Michelle Obama's in there, 12-1. to Let's go, Obama. And then you go way down to the bottom of this list at 500-1 to one uh-huh. odds to win the 2020 presidential election. Uh-huh. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Wow. I thought they had The Rock at 100-1, to one too. And that is exactly what The Rock is. There you go. I like how last week you guys were like, if Vince ran, I'd vote for him. The Rock has the same odds as Kanye West, who has actually expressed interest in running. Jesus. Uh, and slightly better odds than Kevin Spacey at 150 to 1. Well, that seems. Kevin Spacey already knows how to run a country. That's true. George Clinton at 100 to 1. Or uh, George Clooney, rather. Oh, I'd say, vote for Clinton. I don't Clooney. even know who George Clinton is. Tom Brady, also at 100 to 1. Okay. He'll deflate your country. Uh, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly deflate your country. There you go. So that's the thing. Vince, uh, Vince is on the board already. He's in the radar. They decide that. Who knows? Just popular talk. Maybe they did some Twitter analytics. Hmm. Who's talking about who? Sure. Who's got the most chance? I don't know. That's we should put a bet in a sap hot bet. Okay. Five bucks on Vince McMahon. We do Vince. You do Vince over the rock. Well, Five hundred to one. That's your best. That's big. That's big money. Best payout option there. Does Vince McMahon make it to twenty twenty? <laughs> oh, that's also a good. I'd rather bet on that. <laughs> I wouldn't rather bet on that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only thing I don't want to talk about, too, was I saw this interview with Bobby Roode where they asked him uh, about uh, the possibility of James Storm returning to NXT and if he would be open to reuniting beer money in some way or another. And Bobby Roode's response was, I have not spoken a word to James since I left in March. Not sure what his plans is, as we have not spoken. So, mm. There you go. Mm. That's all I have. No, I bet else. you James Storm's coming back. They're going to redo beer money. Otherwise, he would have been like, who? I would totally do that. That <laughs> sounds great. Sure. Uh, maybe. Yeah, you could be right, I guess. But James Storm is delusional, and he thinks that staying with TNA is better than signing with NXT. I don't know if he thinks it's better. I think they offered him more money, so he took Which that. Is insane. That they have more money. Hey, man, that company's all good now. They went from crisis mode two weeks ago to... Yeah. All good. We're good now. Staying afloat. They paid Corgan back. They settled with him. Yep. He's good. And, uh, yeah. The, the fight All the network. water's out of the boat. Oh, Some Billy mighty Corgan. fine bucketing. The fight is, is it funny to think that TNA, like, because we've covered a lot of TNA in our, our 136 episodes before this, mm-hmm. of just, like, where they are at, and there's always a crisis. But do you think it's funny that with Billy Corgan there, the crisis was at its worst ever? Was yeah. it? Yeah, was the, this as bad as it ever was? I'd say uh, so. It yeah. seemed like it. There was that time when Spike dropped them and they couldn't find a, a provider that was pretty bad, but it and wasn't they, as it was public like as this, where it was like, okay, we owe this person this amount of money and we owe this company. That, like, they owed a lot. Yeah. A lot like of The company was money. like technically bankrupt. Almost. Where did it all come from? Did they declare bankruptcy? No. I declare bankruptcy. They were loaning from one company to pay another company off. Sure. 
So it just got into this fucking spiral. <laughs> like taking money from your mom. Uh, but I guess the Fight Network just stepped in and said, pay all these people off. Here's some money. Go do some tapings. And let's do this. Yeah. So <laughs> good bless, on you, Fight Network. Yeah, God bless Fight <laughs> if Network. If you're a TNA fan, you should be thanking those guys right now. Anyways, all right. Uh, nothing else news-wise, right? No, sir. Broken Matt has amnesia. Right. He doesn't know who he is. He thinks he's an engineer. <laughs> I'm and... building a second dining room. <laughs> mm, we got to, yeah, well, I guess we'll talk about that in SmackDown. I'm getting ahead of myself. Never mind. Let's talk about Monday Night Raw. I chew. The Key Bank Center in Buffalo, New York. I've never been to Buffalo, but I've heard it's shitty there. <laughs> really <laughs> shitty. Like, how so? The only city I ever had that for was Detroit. Yeah, I was going to say. Where that. it was like, I've heard that no, yeah. I've never been there. The rumors are Detroit is a fucking hellhole, but I don't know. I don't know. I just I think Buffalo is shitty weather. Not very good sport teams there yeah. either. The Bills and the Sabers. Um, Wonder what. Was. Sorry if you're a, a Buffalo fan. I was gonna say, that or if you live me, there, reminds me of a certain city that I live in. I mean, we've had success though. We had a, a bit of a dynasty in our hockey team. That was like not in our lifetime. Our Canadian football team does pretty good. That's true. Yeah. We won a championship the last C- year. CFL team. And the lacrosse team two years ago that just left. Then you fuck you just left. Left and left the city. <laughs> like, we're going to Saskatoon. Fucking see ya. <laughs> we got our rodeo uh, back. Uh, yeah, that's right. Championship rodeo. It's not a championship. No, Canadian yeah, finals. Finals, <laughs> so that counts. Championship rodeo. Uh, the show opens with all the participants of the Raw side of the Survivor Series on the ramp, while Mick Foley and Stephanie McMahon are in the ring. Steph and Mick give their wrestlers a bit of a pep talk. There you go. Then uh, made some tune-up matches for tonight. And the first one is Kevin Owens teaming up with Roman Reigns, taking on the team of Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, you had this dynamic of Owens and Reigns arguing pretty much the whole match. Uh, and then This, this was every match. You're describing every match with these next few. He turned around and got hit by a brogue kick. Reigns speared Sheamus, then pulled Owens onto him for the pin. I thought this was a good match with a good finish. I really like to finish. That's two weeks in a row where it's been Owens literally getting dragged onto a, or getting knocked out and still getting a win. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. And I He's think a... he referenced that on Twitter at some point, too. He said, I'm so good that I don't even need to be conscious to get the one, <laughs> two, three or something like that. And I kind of like this Cesaro Sheamus thing. The more, like, the longer it's going, the more I'm liking it. I don't know how much longer it's going to go if I if my theory's correct. Oh. I think Seamus or uh, I think Cesaro's not going to be on Raw for very long. You think he's getting traded? Yeah. I do. For the Miz? I do. I think so. I think that makes sense. The Miz will just follow. Well, we'll get to that, I guess. All right. Follow his title over is what I was going to say. Um, Sami Zayn taking on uh, Bo Dallas. This was set up on the Raw pre-show. Where Bo Dallas came in and said Sam, he didn't think Sammy deserved a title shot. So uh, that's Sammy a mean said, thing to say to someone. Let's fight. And then Zane connected with the Haluva kick and picked up the pinfall victory. Match that's of the it. year. <laughs> it was candidate. I don't know what they're they I don't guess they just given up on Bo Dallas. They were doing some things and now it's just yeah. Yeah, the it. things even they were doing with him never felt like they were gonna go very no. far. It was like, oh, you're fighting Axel. 
Yeah. Uh, then we go backstage, and we have Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins. Were the yep. two there, I think? Yep. Chris, and then Chris, Chris Jericho. Jericho walks up and says that he got them gifts. Uh, it's a scarf, which Rollins says he doesn't want. And gives back to him, and then Braun Strowman says that he wants the scarf that Jericho has. I want has that on, one. And Jericho gives it to him, and then he rips it, and then walks away. It was this weird way. dynamic of like, I want Braun to want the scarf, like I want him to actually throw it on and like throw it over his shoulder and do something silly. Uh, and then when he did his ripping, and then just walked away, I was like, that that's probably, that's probably better. better. Yeah, <laughs> that keeps him. It safe. was great. They teased it. They teased that he. Oh, he's interested. This yeah. is weird. He's actually playing nice. And then he did his thing. I'm like, okay, it was good. Right. And Jericho played it up great that he was all offended. And then he had to wear the shitty scarf that he got for Braun the whole the night. The nautical one. Yeah. He's a captain. He's had right. uh, I'm the anchor of this team. Exactly. Uh, then we have a uh, tag team match with Braun, Jericho, and Rollins taking on the New Day. Uh, Strowman hit a running power slam on Xavier Woods to get the pin in this match. And then afterwards, uh, Jericho got in Rollins' face and then got pedigreed. So they're keeping the ball rolling on that program, mm-hmm. it seems like, is what Ascension the plan is. for the Survivor Series Raw team. I'm not crazy that, that this was the New Day. It just seems weird to have this team beat your captains of your tag team. I don't know. It just seemed like there was a better matchup. Yeah. You could have dug someone else up. I, Why couldn't Goldust and but... fucking R-Truth do this? Yeah. And just throw in another odd ball. Sure. I don't know. Anyways. Curtis Axel. <laughs> There you go. That's the perfect guy to add <laughs> to the team. Book Curtis Axel. Uh, Brian Kendrick defeated Sin Cara uh, with the captain's hook in a match that happened. Yeah, they, this was kind of all born of Sin Cara being like, my boy Kalisto going to whoop your tail right. at Survivor Series. I liked that little backstage segment that they had. I like Drew Gulak in it. Because he was kind of tucked away in the back and was the only guy doing like positive reactions to what Kendrick was saying as like the only guy who's like a straight identified heel. You could see him in the back, like nodding when Kendrick would say his bullshit and everyone else being like, Oh, it's stupid. What are you talking about? (laughs) I just like rich Swan being like, bud, I've pinned you twice. Yeah. There's uh, I just like that. We're getting more character development from some people like the, the Drew Gulak nodding or like rich Swan. Stepping up and being like, oh, I should get a title shot. Slowly but surely. Once we get that 205 Live, I think that's going to do a lot of help for these mm. guys, too. Yeah, I'm interested to see how much they take the story <laughs> stuff that happens on 205 Live and talk about it on Raw. Yeah. Or um, SmackDown, depending on how Survivor right, Series goes. Probably SmackDown, Which yes. will probably be that, because they announced 205 Live ahead of time. Goldberg and Brock Lesnar have their face-off in the ring, separated by uh, security guards that kind of like cut <laughs> off half off. the ring. They went from one corner to the other corner. Uh, Paul Heyman promised Goldberg. That, uh, Paul Heyman was. This is the reaction that he wanted to get in Minnesota. Is yeah, what he's got like it every. Him. He's got it everywhere except for Minnesota. Yes. And it every time I see it, I was like, God, you guys were stupid for thinking this was gonna work in Minnesota. You had this whole schedule of other cities to do your shit in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heyman promised Goldberg would be conquered at Survivor Series. Goldberg uh, got pissed when he brought up his kids. Said, "Don't bring it up again." And then Heyman brought him up again. Uh, Goldberg ripped his shirt off, and he actually looked pretty good. I was pretty surprised at mm-hmm. how in shape old Goldberg looked. Uh, and then he cleared the ring of the security. Uh, there was one looked like pretty stiff back elbow to the one guy. It looked like he actually caught him in the chin pretty good. I don't know if he knows how to do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then dared Lesnar to fight. Lesnar got up on the apron, but then backed off with Heyman. 
and uh, that's how this segment went. Did it do yeah, anything no. for you guys here? Is this is this has this saved this match? Is it heightened your anticipation? Uh, I stay on the level kind of where I was. It was good to see that uh, Goldberg was not in terrible shape because I was kind of worried that he'd show up right. for that match and big guts spilling over him. Mm. But uh, so that that's good. Uh, and I thought it was good that they didn't go at it. So I think for a match that we were all pretty skeptical heading into. Uh, once it was announced, once Goldberg came back, um, I think that the build has been a complete failure, to be honest. Me too. I don't, there hasn't been a moment where I was like, other than the first promo from Goldberg, and maybe that's just because my expectations were so low for him to do a promo, mm-hmm. that that first one, I was kind of like, okay, this is okay, this is a good start. But other than that, it there has been nothing to make me go, okay, that's why I need to care about this match. The there only thing that I like is like that first promo from Goldberg, you're like, oh, okay, cool. Nice. So that felt very from the heart. Sure. Yeah. First time back in forever. And you're like, okay, that's cool. Then everything else has fallen really flat. And then there's like one pre-tape line where it's like Brock Lesnar, or it might even be Paul Eamon who says it, where he goes like, uh, message to the wife and child of Goldberg, don't watch. And you're like, oh, that's kind of badass. Mm-hmm. Such from that, everything's kind of fallen flat. And it could be that I have no interest in it off the get-go. But... It was reassuring seeing Goldberg without the shirt, and you're like, oh, you're in good shape. But then it was not reassuring hearing him say, oh, I'm in pretty, I feel like shit after that. And you're like, dude, you're going to go to Suplex City. Like, Brock Lesnar's going to kill you. You feel like shit running, like, offensive maneuvers on jobbers for 30 seconds. Who are just there to sell for you. Yeah. yeah. Imagine else. what's going to happen when you have to put together at least 10 minutes of something, yeah. most of which you're probably getting chucked around. And I think the thing that they really needed to do, for me anyway, I don't know, maybe I'm in the minority of thinking this, but the thing that they really needed to do for this match is give me a reason to think that Goldberg might beat Brock Lesnar. Because Goldberg's the older guy. Yeah. And the way that they've booked Brock Lesnar, I mean, the guy ended the streak. Yeah. He's done all these crazy things that why should I think that there's even a chance that Goldberg might win this match? And that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, if Goldberg wins, it's the dumbest thing they've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it has to be Brock Lesnar, Yeah, right? exactly. It's got to be Les. But I think that they so could have... What, what do you think they could have done? Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't I don't know yeah. if there's a way. Like, I don't know if... I don't even know if it's a, there's a better way to book it. Because you don't want to have it him it shouldn't have been done in the first place. Like, the rematch, like... Well, this, I don't, I don't like necessarily... Like, them building this fantasy warfare thing. Right. I just have no interest in it. It wasn't good at WrestleMania 20. I have no hopes for it to be good at Survivor Series on Sunday. No, me neither. And as a match, I've said from the yes. beginning, I don't think this is going to be a good match. I still think this is interesting in the way that I would probably, if if you said I could only watch one match on this show, it might be this match. Yeah. Not necessarily for entirely positive reasons, but I think Just this is kind of like. the can't miss thing. It's a freak factor sort of. Yeah, thing, where it's rides. like, oh, it's the it's the trains going at each other where yeah. it's like, I can't look away because this is going to be ugly. Something's it's going to somewhere happen. Somewhere the odds that Brock Lesnar can't even get out of matches with good wrestlers without something being like, oh, fuck, was that supposed to happen? What the fuck happened to Randy? Right. Yeah. And now he's going against Goldberg, who hasn't been doing this. Like, weird shit could happen in this match, and which kind of excites like me. Goldberg, where you're like, oh, my God, you had trouble picking up Rusev. Yeah. Can you what do anything to Lesnar? Yeah. yeah. In terms of, like, I totally agree with you where it's like, God, if... Goldberg wins this match. That is a nightmare for all of the great booking they've done for Lesnar. Like There's, he still hasn't yeah. taken a clean loss since like Triple H at WrestleMania fucking two or whatever the hell that was. Um, and he, 
like every loss he has is like, oh, I didn't get pinned. I got hit in the nads. Yeah, or I didn't get pinned in the triple threat. Or yeah, the Undertaker cheated to win. Yeah. Uh, and I gave him the middle finger while I was going down. Like, he's been booked insanely strong. Yeah. It would suck for him to lose There's that. There's no way. There's no There's way. There's no way. It, I, dear God, help me. I think, on the, I think in their mind, they booked Goldberg to look like the stronger guy. Because they're yeah. like, oh, we had him go out and hit his stuff on Rusev. And he and, backed and he, down. Yeah, and he fucking killed all the security guards and had the crowd behind him most of the shows. And... I just, I don't know if I, like, the security guard thing's just, it doesn't do it for me. It feels like they've done it a hundred times over the show, like, different uh, And, like, when you have these, these indie wrestlers coming in that are just told you need to go out there and let this guy destroy you, they just look stupid because there's 15 of them that are just slowly walking with their arms uh, up being like, I'm, I'm going to stop <laughs> you. They're like, like I don't a Scooby-Doo villain. They're not putting up a fight, so to me it's not impressive when Goldberg destroys 10 of them because no. none of them were actually trying to restrain him. Versus if they, like... You have terrible security, WWE. Yes. <laughs> like, it looks better when, like, Step Dolph Ziggler beat up. up the Spirit Squad because at least they were trying to, like, grapple Do him. Do things, yeah. Uh, anyways, I, I don't think it... Like you say, I don't think it's it's affected the match in a negative no. way. I started I just low think... and flatlined the whole way along. This is yeah. my dead of Raw, though. Yeah, was sure. it a segment? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was just like, I was like, all right, last week, like, make me care. And they failed to do that. And Vince mm-hmm. looked at you, and he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, there ain't no please in that one. Uh, then we go to the ladies. Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair taking on the team of Alicia Fox and Nia Jax. Uh, we had Bailey in on commentary for this match. Sasha forced Alicia to tap out to the bank statement while uh, Charlotte kept Nia at bay. After the match, Bailey went uh, to the ring and raised both women's arms in victory while the two losers just, yeah. Hung out. Bailey didn't even do though, shit. Even though they're also on the team. It wasn't about unity at this moment. It was just about unity between the two girls. That this is, were this was just this such show. a weird Raw with very all strange. the heel face teams. Very, and very strange. I get that they're going for like this big theme on the go-home show, which is more than sometimes they do on go-home shows. We're like, well, what can we do? Let's make everyone fucking team up who's on a team, even if they yeah. hate each other. Yeah. But it's still, it was kind of like you had to tell the story, the same story, like four times the show. Mm. Like, oh, the team doesn't get along, and they keep and tagging each other out. in. And then, yeah. yeah. Uh, Big Cass and Enzo taking or, and teaming up with Anderson and Gallows taking on the team of the Shining Stars and the Golden Truth. Oh, yeah. In which uh, Golden Truth and the Shining Stars kind of just fought with each other the whole match. And then Gallows pinned Primo after the Magic Killer. They teased this moment of they hit the Magic Killer and then they were going to tag in yeah. Enzo so that he could do his... Moment of unity. Bada boom, shakalaka. And then Gallows did his heelish laugh and just pinned him anyway, which I thought was a good spot. I could really like that spot. Like yeah. that he didn't even knock him off the top rope. He's just like, no. No, <laughs> I'm just going to pin him yeah. and piss you off. Um, <laughs> it's It's weird that... It feels to me like uh, Anderson and Gallows are the only serious tag team on Raw right now. And even that's only just recently because they were doing the doctor comedy stuff. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, they're the only serious one. Like, Mm -hmm. you look at that tag team roster, New Day, comedy. Yeah. End Zone cast, comedy, right? Shining Stars, Golden Truth. But it's just these two. I don't know. It just seems weird that every tag team seems to have to be comedy right now. It's like you said earlier, WWE, everybody's got to tell jokes. Yeah. doesn't matter if you're Seth Rollins or John Cena. You're telling jokes. Uh, Then we have the general managers and commissioners of Raw and SmackDown meeting in the ring. Stephanie McMahon and Mick Foley faced off with Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. They kind of went back and forth for a little bit. 
and then uh, Steph brings out the men's Survivor Series team from Raw to the ring, surrounded Shane and Daniel. So then uh, Danny Bryan said, we didn't come alone either, and they brought out the SmackDown guys, which came through the crowd, but not even all together, which I liked. It was like mm. two in this corner, two in this corner, two over here, and two over here. Which like was... somewhat different times, which I wasn't sure if was just like, oh, we didn't really uh, figure out how long it took you to get down from here. Maybe, yeah. Um, so they, they faced off in the ring. They lined up a la Shield v. Wyatt's from a couple years ago, yeah. wow. strategically placed with uh, Owens and AJ closest to the hard cam, mm. and they were facing off, and they proceeded to argue about which title meant more, which I thought was a weird thing for them to... I actually liked that a I like that, too. That might have been my stud moment of Raw. Makes the belts feel like they matter. Right, where it's like this moment where we've always said, well, this belt is new so it's probably not worth as much um and you're never going to really know because they're on opposite shows and them just being like well guess what i've done with this belt and then being like oh it's guess what i've done with this belt and it works well because they're both heels so they're both like no this belt's all about me this is my belt right this and is my was, show this is my like everything like, yeah that was I really like point it. was that this belt is better because i have it yeah which is a good line um bu- 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 and then we kind of just went down the line and they just they threaded it pretty well, actually. Like this, this the setup of the promo was really good, uh, where it went from one guy to another, and then you had like the moment of Seth telling uh, Shane that no one knows how good that him and Reigns can be when they're on the same page, and then Dean grabs the microphone. Uh, they all start to fight. They also did the first real crossover between Bray and. Mm-hmm. Braun, Braun which is Bray cool for them to acknowledge that. You, that. you uh, Well, you have to. It's not yeah. like they were going to not acknowledge Well, you it. never know at WWE. Sometimes they're just like, ah, oh, don't worry. Like, you don't remember the past. I think that would have been pretty dumb if they would have done that. Thank God they did. I wouldn't I hold that past them, though. I would. I think that's, I think that's what they, a bit of they a eat that shit up at WWE where they're like, oh, we can fucking finally tell this dumb story that <laughs> we. true. Split these it just kind of came down to Bray Long being calling. like, you turned on me after after all I did for you. You turned your back on me, which yeah, it was good. The guy got drafted. He didn't yep. turn his back on you. He just he got separated from you. I Them's would say if I'm Bray Wyatt and that guy's Braun Strowman, I would be like, no, you're not going. Yeah, you that's fucking true. stay here. Or even at this, at this who's, first who's moment, stop you? don't get pissed at him. Be like, hey, man, hey, we got separated, but now we're back together. And you, oh, yeah, like trying to lure him win, back right? in. Like, yeah. be like. My child, come to me. I thought that would have been maybe more interesting than him. Sure. Plant the seed that yeah. Ray still controls Braun. Anyways. Uh, so they battle. They fight. They fight and fight and fight. Um, fight, 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 fight. It was finisher after finisher. That was kind of the idea what they were doing. Um, how did it end? AJ Styles got the two-man powerbomb onto the rest of the SmackDown team on the floor. That was funny. Uh, and then they just kind of backed off. So Raw... Got the upper hand, I guess, for this for this battle. They won the battle, but not the war necessarily. Uh, I liked Fair. the spot of the powerbomb for the outside. Yeah. I like this whole segment. I really liked how it all came together. I liked kind of the lines they gave everyone. I liked that Dean was kind of the fucking spark that talk. blew everything yeah. up. The first guy to, uh, yeah. to throw a punch. Like, I thought they picked the right guys to say the right things to the right people. Hmm. It was um, a well-crafted segment. Yeah. I also really enjoyed all the photoshops of AJ Styles in midair into doing random things like sitting on a toilet was pretty funny because like he's in midair with his arms straight out and kind mm. of in a sitting position because they right. power bombed him. I think it was Matthew from Botchamania had shared a bunch of them where he was oh, really? like, sitting awesome. on a toilet and doing a bunch of random. It was <laughs> actually pretty good. I quite enjoyed it. But, 
Uh, yeah, and as, as predictable as this may have been for a go-home to Survivor Series, that mm. you're like, oh, I guess both teams are just going to come out and brawl, they did a really good job of it. Yep, and it could have ended with the fucking Goldberg one. That's oh, true. Oh, yeah, right? That's <laughs> like, thank true. God they didn't do that. Yeah. yeah. Especially for how much they're billing that Goldberg-Brock uh, Lesnar match as, like, mm. uh, the main yeah, event kind of thing. Yeah, let's not, let's not put it past them to put that match on last. It's, yeah. This is something where I'll tip my hat to WWE this week. They did a great job of making these, like, go-home Shows for both Raw and SmackDown have value and feel like big things. Yeah, considering go-home shows are generally really bad, I thought this one at least kind of held serve with the rest of the weeks. Yeah. It's like, well, I, I got to tune in on Sunday at least a little bit. Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm interested in that 5 vs. 5, like the, the men's singles one, like a lot. I'm really, like, I, I'm with you where I wish that there was something on the line, something meaningful they were fighting for, but at the same time, I'm... Oh. Excited to see who wins that. Who's I, hoping- the, I'm excited to see who's the guy that comes out of all of it. Right, like being like, this is our this is our big pusher. I was hoping that like they would this week with having the SmackDown general managers come there that there would have been something on the line now. Like, hey, let's make it interesting. We're betting. Oh, well, and that's why I watched that stupid fucking State of the Union. Oh thing yeah, that thing was too. shitty. So I thought, one, okay, that's the team with that one. That's where they're gonna do it. They're gonna argue and argue, and then finally one team is gonna be like, you know what? We believe in our team more than you do. We're gonna put blah 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 on the line. But they didn't. They didn't do that at all. Which yeah. is disappointing. I also just, thought that maybe this is gonna be a way to get Shane McMahon out of that match. I just figured that him and Brock Lesnar being on the same show, that Lesnar would do something, and then. Shane's out, and they need to fill that spot. It's a mystery until Sunday. They're sticking with Shane for whatever fucking reason. And he, he of all guys, is the one that takes Braun Strowman off his feet. I know, right? That's like, uh, I don't know if that was planned or if it just happened to be he's, that guy. Here comes the money. Like, this wasn't the first right, time but in this, a, in, in this, in this segment, build, yeah. he was the first guy to not, like, to close... Not they've saying, done that clothesline over the top rope spot where Braun stays on his feet. Right. But he did not do that for Shane. Which I'm is not just saying I like it, but dog. I totally get why Shane is the guy to do that. Where it's like, oh, there's this guy who's not going to do anything. And then that's kind of your like pop moment where you're like, oh, mm. he's going toe-to-toe with like the biggest dude. Because they're trying to convince you that Shane should be in the match. And we would rather see wrestlers, but yeah. I mean, Shane obviously moves a lot of tickets. Weirdly enough, crowd loves him, and crowd loves him. So I can see why they're like have Shane knock Braun over and really be like, oh yeah, yeah Shane. Shane's one of the five. He's not some fucker, mm. but he is some fucker. Yeah, you know some that. old fucker. I mean, if they would have done some sort of a like moment where Braun was about to hit Bray, but then like hesitated, and then Shane knocked him out while he was distracted, maybe I just felt like it was just too. too Didn't like, a bunch of guys hit Braun first? Isn't yes. that how it yeah. happened? Yeah. Into He's the like, ropes, and then and Shane then came Shane flying over. Yeah. Like, hypothetically, on. Braun Strowman is like Mortal Kombat dizzied. And then yeah. Shane just comes in with like a huge Finished fatality. Him. Yeah. Uh, studs and duds. Uh, yeah. My stud was the last segment there. Uh, my dud was um, maybe the, the women's uh, heel face match. Although I didn't like a lot of the heel face. Yeah, honestly, matches. I think I think my death is just going to be the booking of the matches on this entire card. Sure, it just seemed like, like some of the matches were good. Yeah, but the 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 concept of having them all be that same style was kind of like I get that. 
I get that you can't just be like, okay, now we're all just a, a group and we're all un- unified. Like, you can't just have that happen. Mm. But I wanted there to be at least a moment where they finally rally together so that then when the two teams face off, they're actually on the same page. And it's not like, well, we just saw you guys fighting mm. 25 minutes ago. And now all of a sudden you're on the same page. Like, it just, I don't know. I wanted a moment. And I guess maybe that was just me hoping for something that was never going to happen. But. You wanted the moment not. Like, the last moment of the show was kind of that moment. Right. Right. You wanted a moment earlier in the Before show leading that, to that? Yeah. So that when gotcha. that happened, you're like, okay, both teams are on the same page here. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to see some cool things. But right. I guess they accomplished it nonetheless. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give my dud to that. My, my stud was the final mm-hmm. final segment. That was really good. Really good. Stud, final segment, dud, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg segment. So, um, the, uh, the State of the Union thing was so half shitty. an hour long. Mm-hmm. It was about 26 minutes of at least two people just trying to talk over each other. Mm-hmm. But there was about three, four minutes of uh, of gold in the middle of it between uh, Foley and Brian were doing some really good work. Um, and it all started off kind of with Foley talking about how Brian, how he, how he doesn't think that Daniel Bryan, uh, that his head's in the right place to be a general manager and making decisions. Uh, because he wants to still be a wrestler in the ring, which Brian came back and said, of course I want to be a wrestler in the ring. You can't uh, hold that against me. Mick Foley ended up bringing how how he has handled The Miz. Uh, and then Daniel said, well, look at yourself. When you retired here, you ended up going to TNA to wrestle, which I was like, oh, you're going to say the word TNA. Yeah, and then went like, in on it. 35 seconds later, he brings up Cesaro wanting to leave Raw, but he calls him Claudio. Yeah. Oh, what do you call him Claudio? And then immediately, like, I I mean, Cesaro. And then I'm just like, Daniel, you're a train wreck in here, buddy. Let's reel it back in. It was so awkward. Like, it It was was not a well. Like, Renee Young's trying to, like, simmer everybody down. Twice she had to do that. Be like, hey, guys, guys, guys. Just because everyone was just talking over each other. The first little bit before Daniel and uh, Shane showed up or whatever, but. She was on Paul Heyman for a little bit. Yeah, because the, I, I assume it was because Raw had gone over. Yeah, or something like that. So they, yeah, I don't know. They just had Heyman there to just kill time. But talk. he did a good job of like being Paul yeah. Heyman. Yeah, he had the trying to sell you on Sunday. Thing. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, if you haven't watched that yet, wouldn't recommend it. No, you can give it a good old skipperoo. Nothing, nothing there really for you. Um. Okay, let's do uh, Scott Down Live episode nine hundred. Fancy. Fancy Dancy from the Mohegan Sun to Vino. The theme's playing right now, Scotty. Yeah, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> now you can say the arena. The Mohegan. <laughs> 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 still kind of sick, so my like laugh sucks a lot. Mohegan, Mohegan <laughs> Sun's wow, Arena sucks. in Wilkes Bear, Pennsylvania. Is that where the Flyers play? No, that's Wells Fargo, right? Yeah. That's the... Uh, they play in Philadelphia. Yeah, not Pittsburgh. Yeah. Well, Penguins, I don't know where Wilkes Bear is. It's in Pennsylvania, same state. Penguins affiliate team plays there. We discussed this Oh, yeah, Scranton. Well, you weren't here last week. That's why. Fair enough. All right. Show open with Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. Welcome everyone to the special episode of SmackDown. Uh, they hyped the return of The Undertaker and introduced the first match, which was kind of nice just to be like... Hey, SmackDown 900, here's a match right away, a title match. So we had Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz for the IC Championship. Uh, Whoever wins will go on to defend it against Sami Zayn from Raw on Sunday at Survivor Series. 
Uh, pretty good batch, actually, from Dolph Ziggler and Miz. Yeah, that, I mean, we've seen it, obviously, a couple times over the past couple of months, but uh, they have not really done bad yet. No. So. No, got, I, this one was pretty good. They, there's a couple chemistry. moments where they turn it to, uh, yeah, their chemistry is unreal. Uh, but they turned it up to another gear a couple times. Yeah. Um, the, I like the uh, the flying knee Miz did. Yep. It was really good. Like, uh, yeah, the nod at Daniel very Bryan. Very all Daniel Bryan. And it was very good. Like, like it was a very yeah. good-looking knee for a move he never does. He didn't do the full wind-up for it. Like, he didn't do a full run. He just kind of, right. like, hit it, just out hit it out of nowhere. nowhere. Okay, yeah, it was out of nowhere. Kinda, which like, cool. oh! <laughs> uh, I like the finish of this, too, actually, with Maurice getting involved and rotating yeah, the pin over. Sure. Yeah, Like, it keeps the feud of Maurice and even, like, Spirit Squad showing up and doing a little run-out. All that stuff helps with the feud with Dolph Ziggler. Like it always makes it feel like it's still going, keep going I hope it's over. I think it should be over now. Yeah. Especially if uh, the belt is flipping to Raw now. Hmm. Warren, you want to talk about your theory? Well, that's what I think they're going to do. It just seems like in their minds that that's a fair trade is to have Kalisto win the cruiserweight. That goes to SmackDown. And then Sami Zayn wins the IC and takes it to Raw is my theory. Okay, so... Let's see how well you guys know your Miz uh, facts. Okay. How many times has he won the IC title now? Oh, Four. No. More. Six. Six. Six times. Yeah. Rando. Just said this on SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just read that here in the notes, and I was like, holy shit. Six times. Yeah. Uh, backstage, we got Alexa Bliss pleading her case to Daniel Bryan, saying that, uh, like, how she was reversing all the moves and then saying that her foot was on the rope, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't done very well that spot. Just because she's so tiny. She's got a point, though. She does have a point. on the rope. Uh, Daniel Bryan says that she will get a rematch, um, but not for until after Survivor Series. Matt, uh, Natty then comes in and says, this is a coachable moment. And fucking Natty is on point here with the song reference gimmick. Drop some Chumbawamba. Some Chumbawamba, which was just lovely to hear. Um, she tries to give her a pep talk, and that's how it ends. Uh, Kalisto defeated our boy, the old Biffer, Oni Lorcan. <laughs> yeah, that was super yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah that like was an NXT weird. Titantron, and which yeah. means that like NXT he's not being called third. up. It That's was what just, I thought. Too. It was just a one one off kind of thing. We just yeah. need a jobber. We so. just need someone for Sin Cara to beat going Biff. into Sunday. Come on up, Biffer. <coughs> old Biffer. Yeah, I was happy for him though. Super weird. And he, he looked well. aggressive when he yeah. started. Yeah, like, like they gave him some spots. They yeah. gave him a little bit of offense. It wasn't just a straight. You got up some squash, shit so. in. Uh, yeah, good. Hey, good for Biff. Kalisto uh, won the pinfall after Selena Del Sol. Uh, good money. Kalisto's winning that belt on Sunday. I think so. It just seems more convenient for them because they're taping it right after SmackDown. Yeah, with that two hundred five, this this makes a hundred percent of sense. Yeah. So it's like. Some of the picks when we get into it will be kind of a given where we're all like, well, it has to be this. Remember yeah. how puzzled we were when they announced that the cruiserweights are going to go to Raw? And we're like, why would you do that? It yeah. makes way more sense to have them on SmackDown. See, if they had to just listen to us from the start, from the they get-go. wouldn't be in this issue. Yeah. We don't have to do any of this flip-flop bullshit. I, if we I had got a nickel for every time that's happened, though, guys. I got it when they first announced it because I was like, because they have the extra hour. Yes. They need the depth <coughs> because they have the extra hour. But yeah, it kind of quickly became like, Oh, could use a little depth is actually SmackDown. <laughs> uh, we got Carmella versus Nikki Bella. Uh, as their match is going on, Charlotte Flair comes through, and she's got the old, I've got a ticket. Mm-hmm. Going to go be a plant in the crowd. Uh, see the look on the dude's face that happened to be sitting beside that empty seat? No. 
He just was having the time of his life. Yep. Big old smile on his face. Being like, whoa, Charlotte Flair sitting beside me. That's cool. <laughs> um, do, 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 uh, sorry, I lost this one. Nikki attacked Charlotte, uh, so the match had a no finish. Right. Uh, and then uh, from there, Charlotte threw Nikki into the ring because they start brawling. Uh, after the match, the Raw Women's Survivor, uh, Survivor Series team stormed the ring. And they, that was kind of cool. They kind of came out of nowhere. And yeah, even, I, didn't, like, I wasn't expecting them. And even like Bailey got in on the beatdown, which everyone was like on the internet was like, no, Bailey, you're <laughs> supposed to be a good one. Yeah. Starts stamping on her. And then even there was a moment when Carmella goes to get involved where I thought Carmella was going to just keep beating up Nikki too. But obviously she got involved with the Raw team. She helped, yeah. Um, out comes the SmackDown team. All 12 women brawl. Uh, Dana Brooke and Natty were also present for their respective teams. Mm -hmm. So expect them to get involved on the outside on Sunday. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much a guarantee, I think. Yep. Um, they all brawl and just kind of pull hair and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown got the upper hand, though, I think, right? At yeah. the end of this, chased them off. And that was really the only... I thought we were going to see more. I thought we would see... Some more invasions? More, yeah. Like, Raw came... Raw men's team or SmackDown or... Yeah. I, I think really, they really they just did... They did the men on Raw, and they did the women on SmackDown, and I thought that was the right amount. Yeah. If they would have done the tag yeah. teams, it probably would have been too much on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, speaking of tag teams, American Alpha, Usos, Hypro, and Breeze Dongo defeat this mishmash team of Holy Spirit fuck. Squad... Headbangers, the Ascension, and the Vaude Villains. Fuck, do they need some what an tag all star team squadron? When you got two teams that aren't even signed in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rhino and Slater were ringside. <laughs> Cheering on their team, there was a really big We Want Slater chant. Uh, the Survivor Series SmackDown team wins. American Alpha got the pin. Grand Amplitude on Thrasher of the Headbangers. Oh, uh, imagine if those other guys would have won this match. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, well. <laughs> You guys are in now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was all after uh, they did this weird backstage segment where the entire oh, SmackDown team. team was all just hanging out, and then King Booker Booka. came in King to Booka. Uh, inspire the them. And the Usos are just being all buddy-buddy with it. I yeah, don't like that. Absolute baby face Usos. The Usos were facing this match, too, and they go to do the Uso crazy. Yeah. Like I didn't well, even... they, they, they were heel in this match because they were getting into it with <laughs> Jordan and Gable. Yeah. I think okay. the I think the Uso crazy jump thing is something they've actually always done. That's just a signature even as thing. heels, yeah. Oh, okay, but it just seemed weird to see them. The, the, like, the first segment and, was really weird. Like, I'm not saying you don't have to like they don't have to be dicks, but I want them to like be pouty and be like, "This is so stupid. You guys are so dumb." Yeah, like just have that look on their and face not instead chant, of being like, yeah. "Yay!" Not chant all hail King Booker with everybody. Uh, King Booker was great. It's fucking refreshing to see. I didn't realize how much I missed King Booker until I oh, saw. I King hated Booker. him as a kid. Yeah. He had good heat. Yep. Good, good heat, heat there. And it was more because I was so disappointed in what Booker T had become. Yeah. This yeah, you're like, what? why are you a medieval that... king? Yeah. Yeah, this is a dumb gimmick. I, as a child, though, this is stupid. <laughs> also, uh, this Matt Hardy gimmick that he's doing right now is like King Booker. It's the same thing. Broken Matt Hardy? Yeah. Yeah. He reinvented himself. He gave himself a weird accent. And he's nailing it. It's a new character. It's, the, it's almost... And, like, the similarities in the way that... And Booker T didn't... He wasn't quite fully tapped into the character like he was back in with the run when it actually happened. Uh, I thought Booker T sounded a lot like Matt Hardy when he was trying to do his King Booker accent. Yeah. <laughs> Inspired by the broken one. 
And then he just dropped it at the end when he was screaming at whoever he was screaming at. He doesn't know how to scream like a king. Uh, when he's yelling at Brizanga. Yeah, he just <laughs> get the hell out of here. Then he just became Booker T all of a sudden yep. with all the cute and all the catchphrases. Can you dig that? Tell me you didn't just say that. Yeah. It was enjoyable, though. It was good. I, and I after talking it. about that nostalgic segment, let's talk about another one. The Cutting Edge returned mm-hmm. with Warren's boy, Edge. Fucking long hair, nice beard. Big mm-hmm. old homeless man beard. It looked good on him. I enjoy watching him come to the ring, as I said to Brando when it was happening. Yeah, that's Me too. When his music hit, I was like singing along, and I was like... Because you can see how much, like just in his eyes, how much he he's like... fired up. Yeah. God, I fucking miss this. Like, exactly. Holy shit, this is great. Um, apparently the reason for the beard and the hair is because he's on the show Vikings. Yeah, yeah. As a recurring role on there. So Ooh, I've never watched so the show. I've heard good things. Yeah, I hear Vikings is pretty kick ass. I'd have to actually watch that now. Uh do 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 members of SmackDown Survivor Series team. Uh so Shane, uh they had everybody there. Ambrose, Wyatt, uh, Orton, AJ, and then of course everyone's favorite, James Ellsworth. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were all hanging out and talking to Edge. Um, There's actually kind of a nice little back and forth there with uh, Edge talking to everybody. Like Edge uh, goes, oh, I, I, it's an honor to sh- meet you and shake your hand. AJ puts his hand out, and then he's going for Ellsworth. That was a good moment. I like that. Uh, then when he's kind of trashing, like, Orton for being like, what? You don't talk if, like, Randy doesn't pull your string? I like this a lot because this was, like, we talked about on Raw how it was like, oh, yeah, we're excited for the Bray Wyatt thing. Oh, yeah, we're excited for the Shield thing. I had, until he walked over him to him, completely yeah. forgot that. He looked at him like, oh, yeah. right. Oh, right. RKO, team R- rated RKO is a thing. Mm. The Randy you knew is dead. Uh, so the team members begin bickering among themselves until they're interrupted by, of course, the gong of the Undertaker. Undertaker said he's back. He said, what was it? I'm not going to let uh, WrestleMania define my legacy anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then like, he had a catchphrase. Made it sound uh, like he was going to be around more often. Yeah, that's what it made it sound like, especially when he's like, fuck, it's like I'm digging holes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, digging holes or collecting souls and digging yeah, holes. I'm digging, taking, yeah, I'm digging, yeah, Taking souls and yeah. digging holes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it makes it sound like Undertaker's going to be around, and he kind of threatened the team, if you don't win for SmackDown on Sunday. We'll take all your souls. Yeah. He's going to be yeah. have five more souls. I'm going to come for you. So you, we all know what... Undertaker's doing at Mania this year. He's taking on James Ellsworth. One on, <laughs> I was one on five against those guys. Just destroy Ellsworth yeah. versus Undertaker, <laughs> WrestleMania 33. Let's go. Uh, yeah, it, it was uh, a, a, a different use for the Undertaker. It just seems weird to see this dead guy come out and be like, rah, rah, let's go, blue team. Mm. Uh, but it made sense because he was there yeah, for so long and show. he said, like, this has been my yard. It always has been my yard. You, If you asked me, when you think, just based on our age, because obviously it's going to be different for people who are older or younger, but when people, ca- if people come up to me and said, who's your, if you, who's your three guys mm. that define SmackDown in your era? It's Kurt Angle, The Undertaker, and Edge. Yeah, yeah that's... Probably me too. So it was maybe Ray. Ray Stale? Eddie. No, that never. I, I don't think maybe Eddie, but I maybe even would say JBL. That's true. JBL for his would be like era too. of being champion. Yeah. yeah, there was a while there where I was tuned into SmackDown and JBL was just everywhere, like with his cabinet and whatnot. Yeah, he'd have yeah. His team. That's a good call. But those are probably my three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it made sense for him to come out and yeah. be like, "Let's do." Pull that, both of them. Yeah. 
Um, we were saying how great it would be to see Kurt Angle on this buildup just because they had the other two guys, and it was like, oh, Kurt Angle just feels like the <laughs> third point of that SmackDown triangle. They could bring Kurt Angle in in a fucking throwaway segment, and it would still be great, though. Yeah. So that's... Like on the Titantron with a jug of milk. And like, bring it home for the blue. (laughs) Saying that like Undertaker comes out with his hat really low and then he takes (laughs) it off and it's Kurt Angle. (laughs) The amount, (laughs) I shit you not, the amount of segments that we just sit there and are like, how funny it would be if this was just Kurt Angle. (laughs) Kurt Angle. At least, at least once a show. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, and they're like, the crowd gets all loud and they're like, I wonder who it is. And we're like, be great if it was Kurt Angle. Every time. I think, and we talk about the Dudley boys, and we talk about some of the greatest returns of all time. If Kurt Angle ever comes back as a surprise appearance, mm. that might be the loudest I ever pop in my yeah, life. that's true. <laughs> not only because I'm a fan of his, but also that there's kind of been this comedy that we've built up so much around it <laughs> where it's lore. just become this ongoing joke yes. about, like, yeah, Kurt Angle's going to come back and do this. That's you know who should be Rusev is Kurt Angle. That's me. <laughs> It'd be funny if he came back and then you guys were like, oh. Yeah. It's just a terrible Could have been these angle. other times. That's, that's yeah. Yeah, not the best way to do that. Studs and duds for SmackDown. I hope when he comes back, he's wearing the small cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the little guitar. Yeah. Um, geez, studs. Um, I don't know. The final segment was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give my stud to the women's invasion thing. Sure. I like that. Uh, Natty. For keeping the music gimmick thing going. Chumbawamba. Need more Chumbawamba in wrestling. Uh, Oni Lorcan. Yeah, there you go. That's a good stud. Old Biffer gets a stud. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that first match was really good. Oh, yeah. Dolph Ziggler Miz. Fair enough. I guess the only dud is the, like the tag team match. Sure. Yeah. Just That'd because be it dud, was yeah. like, who it's... gets a fuck about this other team? Yeah, it's a terrible team they were against, and you 100% knew who was going to win. And the most over tag team wasn't even in the match, and the crowd chanted for both Slater and Rhino during mm. that match. Like, so. sad that they couldn't drum up another tag team to have all of the people. <laughs> really? Like, They're you like, headbangers, you good yeah. to go twice? Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you. Kane and James Ellsworth. Yeah, I know. It's coming. Oh. Matter of time. Kane yeah. and James Ellsworth. That's that makes be. too much sense. Like, as soon as Warren said it, I was like, that's a joke, but that, it's that's happening. That's who's beating like, Rhino and Slater for the belt. Kane's Ellsworth. What a terrible first two teams for the tag team championship. Shinoda to hell. When you look... When you look back in 50 years on the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, unless they've been absorbed again, <laughs> make one yeah. tag team, which they probably will have. It's going to be like, yeah, first was Slater and Rhino, and then and second was <laughs> James Ellsworth, who uh, we have no record of ever being in the nope. WWE. He and doesn't Kane. have a wiki. Yeah. <laughs> or a chin. Or a chin. Missing a chin. That's very true. Um, very prominent on the chin wiki, though. Do, do we think we see Undertaker on Sunday? I don't. Negatory. I thought like when that first segment happened, I was like, he's got to be there. But the more I think about it, the more I think he's not there. But I think he might be there on the SmackDown after. Yeah. I think so, too. Um, I think that depending on what happens in the match, just because they planted that seed of, like, if you guys lose, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. And they have that for both sides. Like, Stephanie threatened that their jobs are on the line on the Raw side. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's less of a punishment on the SmackDown, as weird as that sounds. So I feel like Raw right. should win that match. Uh, and then next SmackDown comes around. There should be a guy who's it's super clear that that guy cost the match. Even then, I, the I don't know if I like that. I think, I think the way that I would do it is to have Undertaker come out and be like, you let me down, you let down my brand, this is my yard, and you let me down. And then John Cena comes out and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
I'm the I'm the face that runs the place. This I think isn't they need, your yard anymore. This I is think, my yard now. I think they need to get Taker to that though still, because I don't think they build that from here to Mania, and I think Taker's going to be around well, a weird amount. That's what I mean. Like I I think that you do that at Rumble, and then Mania, or maybe even the December pay per view Rumble and then Mania. Well, he's already taken on Ellsworth and Mania. Keep that in mind, guys. Well, the thing is, is I think Undertaker's going to be around enough that he has a program between now and John Cena at Mania. I think he's going to have something at Roadblock, maybe. Which I think will be whoever he goes after for the SmackDown loss. Whether it be AJ Styles or... Bray again. Or Bray or Orton or whoever it might be. Who else Elsewhere. is on that team? Yeah, <laughs> Hope not. <laughs> well, if it can't really be AJ or Dean because that match is already happening at the next pay per view at TLC. At TLC, but you also have uh, at Roadblock. Is that before? Or yeah, that... there's Roadblock, before. but that would probably be Raw then. Is that one Raw? Yeah. I can't remember how the whole thing shakes out. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know on that one who got Roadblock. Yeah, um... or it could be at like maybe that match is at the Rumble, and then that John Cena shows up for the Build to Mania. Yeah, that's true. I bet you Taker works the Rumble. Interesting, interesting time. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, and I think that he wouldn't work Cena until Mania. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not entirely convinced that we see him wrestle before uh, the Rumble. He might do a SmackDown, I guess. No, but he doesn't. Like I'm saying, maybe that match is at the Rumble. The him AJ versus AJ or, or him Dean. versus Dean. Yeah, yeah, could be. Because I don't. I just don't know if I care about anybody else on the team against. Taker. Yeah, we've already seen Bray. Orton. We've already seen Orton. Orton. Who's the fifth guy on that fucking team? Shane. <laughs> it's going to be Shane. We've already seen him versus yeah. Shane. Yeah, especially with the the big respect that he gave. Yeah. If there's anybody that will lead us, it's Shane. So. Tip, the, tip of the cap. Uh, I would watch Taker and AJ in San Antonio. Yeah, that'd be a pretty cool match. Yeah. That's Texas and Georgia in the Alamo Dome. Yeah. That might be it. Yeah. Might be the one. That wouldn't be that Here bad. we were thinking Sean, and instead it's Taker. No one was thinking Sean. I, I was. I'm still. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's a pipe dream. It's going to happen. Sean Michaels is going to come back. He might be there. I actually, I will say he will be there. Everyone thinks he's got this job as the new head trainer or like co-head He's just trainer. training himself. Really? He's That's just training himself the whole time he's there. They have to come Year up with have to yep. come up with an excuse for him to be at the performance center that much. That way, back people in see that way people don't see it coming. Yeah. I don't want it to happen. He's just training people. That's Remember when you thing. said, I don't want it to happen, or I was saying I don't want it to happen, and you said, but if it did, you'd pop? Mm-hmm. And I said, absolutely. I think I'm now at the point, now that I've cooled no, on it, where I'm like, I would not, not pop. <laughs> you totally no. would. I would po- I'll pop every time he comes out until the end of time, but if he said he was wrestling again, I would be like, shit. No, you. Yes, I would. If it was AJ Styles, no, no. there's no way that you would go. hundred percent. I don't want him to shit. wrestle again. He's like one of the only guys who didn't like retire and then go to like TNA or everything. Right, but there's just... a difference between not wanting him to wrestle and going shit. That match is gonna suck. No, I'm not saying shit. That match is gonna suck. I'm good. I'm saying shit. He's going to wrestle again. I don't think you'd react that way. I'm one hundred percent excited. No, I one hundred percent would. I I really don't want Shawn Michaels <laughs> to ever wrestle a match. Again, like it was just such a perfect ending, and it is like my favorite match of all time. Yeah, I agree. No, and I was just like, yeah, just, just, I want to be able to go back and watch that match and be like, that was the last we ever saw him mm. in a in well, wrestling. There is something <laughs> nice about that and looking back and being like, yeah, he did it. He was true to. There's his no world. dark era like Ric Flair. I know because oh. I do. I watch that match and it's like this big like emotional moment where Ric Flair 
he's like crying, and I was like, I oh, use in TNA pretty quick after this. I think <laughs> yeah, the grand scale the things you got over that tears pretty quick there, Rick. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's talk about NXT because that'll be super quick. Because this week was a lot of nothing. Yeah. First a lot match of highlight packs. Was Liv Morgan taking on Peyton Royce, and Liv picks up the win via disqualification. Uh, after the match, you had Aaliyah come to the rescue of Liv Morgan, and then they still got destroyed. And then Ember Moon comes out and helps Aaliyah and, Pey- uh, and Liv Morgan. Aaliyah and, looked like shit here. Yeah, it was like, why the fuck would you even send her out there if it, I don't know. Which so now then it eventually made more sense. They're doing some three on three. Right. That's what they announced, that there's going to be uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay have to find a, a tag partner to do a three-on-three. Okay. Pay-per-view. So that's going to happen. I think it's going to be that blonde girl. The blonde Eva Marie. That makes sense. All blonde er thing. Mandy Rose or whatever? I think so that's her name. Yeah. They also have the girl who wears the UFC gloves, who I haven't seen since. Hmm. She's uh, the girl in Sanity, too. isn't she? No, isn't that's that's... Isn't Nikki that Nikki Cross, right? Yeah. yeah, wasn't that the girl? No, that's the Scottish girl. She yeah. was like coming in she like with like Scottish. super Scottish attire oh, when she came in at NXT. Uh, oh, okay. No, the girl with the Excellent. UFC gloves is like a tall, dark-haired girl. She also hmm. have that new chick too. Who knows how ready she is? Maybe she's ready to go right away. Crazy Mary. Oh, Dobson. Crazy Mary Dobson. Mm-hmm. I think she'll be there sooner than later. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's Trish Stratus. Maybe sure. She's pregnant. So Maybe Mickey James full time. Who, who cares? Just Don't want to work pregnancy. this match, but I'd love to work a six woman <laughs> tag with you. Well, they can protect her that way, right? Sure. She doesn't have to take the bumps. Uh, Eli Sampson is back, gentlemen. Oi. Boo. Lights were down, and then you just heard a, a stroke of a guitar, and I threw my hat. Warren yeah, was big pop. Big old pop. Yeah. How fitting! <laughs> How fitting! In the in the same week. That Dave Chappelle returns to host SNL for the first time that's in true. his career. That we get Elias Sampson. And that's your cue to do the line. Oh, I don't know. That you say every time that we talk about Elias Sampson. Fuck him. No. No. What What would I. It's going to fall on deaf With ears. Dave Chappelle I don't and the word Sampson. Oh, I want to talk to Sampson. Sorry, bud. Spoon I forgot about that. Yeah, he's Spoon softball, softball. <laughs> I have. Softball uh, that I'm failing to hit. They uh, Nathan Cruz. They I, often call Samson the Dave Chappelle of the wrestling that's world. That's true. <laughs> he, he's a very striking resemblance. Yeah. It felt like when you saw a real drifter. You're like, oh, fuck, not this again. Yeah, uh, like, like literally sitting at Churchill Square after dark and having a homeless person come up to you. Yeah. And you're just like, no. Oh, how can I get out of this <laughs> awkward conversation? I don't have any cigarettes or change. Yes. Fuck you. Can I save you. Can I buy you some food? No, I don't want you to buy me some food. I just want some money. <laughs> Okay, I'm s- okay. Uh, you had uh, Eli Sampson performed. He played a song and sang a little bit and was really bad, I hope, on purpose. Yeah. I, I feel like it had to be on purpose because I feel like he was worse than when he was here the yeah, first time. <laughs> I agree. Uh, guitar sounded super out of tune. Yeah. Uh, his singing wasn't horrible, but it also wasn't great. Uh, anyways, he defeated Nathan Cruz, and the crowd was chanting, let's go, Jobber. So. And let's go, Nathan. They like just stopped and then started. Somebody, let's go, one guy's like, his name's Nathan. All and right, like, let's okay. go, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we got him now. Yeah. Uh, then we I, had, this, uh, I, I hate Samson. <laughs> I think that's kind of cool that there's a guy that I legitimately hate. Yeah, now. totally. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. No way, heat is the only heat there is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Good old X Pac heat. Yes. Andrade Cien Almas and Cedric Alexander in a match that uh, this is kind of like the pre-show match for NXT because they don't have pre-show matches for mm. NXT. So this is like, well, it's a go-home on a pre-taped program. 
Right. So here's an okay match that you're going to get that's going to kind of tie up the end of this the story. Tapings, yeah. This is like the main event of our taping. Exactly. <laughs> like, and it was a pretty good match, too. Yeah. Like I, re- I, I might be the biggest CN Almas fan I know. <laughs> Because I actually really, really like him. Now that he's a heel, I really like his ring work. I like his fucking dumb, like, like hand, palms in the air. Like, oh, I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. all Even that like shit. his, like, hanging in the ropes thing. Yeah, the sl- well, so he didn't do that until after the match, which yeah. I think is good because I think it comes off a little baby face-ish. But he did do the the same pose, but laying down Yeah, the ground, which I which liked, where he really just good. slid and just, like. Yeah, uh, I I really like and I really like Cedric Alexander, so I was super excited. It's a good for this match, match. And from I, the two, and I thought the guy who needed the win more got it. Yeah, yep. Uh, and that's it. There there was a bunch of uh, recaps tucked in between yeah. all and video each of these packages. Matches. Really good vi- video package yeah. for the tag team guys. The one for the revival. Yeah, and yeah, that one's really was good. Really good. Still, I'm still gonna say it that I think that uh, Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger are gonna steal the show. Like that might be a really, really good match. Yeah, I've got. I think all. That. I don't think there's a match on this card except for maybe that six woman tag match that isn't capable of stealing the show. Oh uh, yeah, I'm excited for Mickey James to come back and yeah, uh, I wrestle Oscar. I totally think James and Oscar could steal the show. I think uh, I would like. You can't put it like we say because it's a main event. It's not really stealing the show, but you can't put it past Joe and Nakamura to have a barn burner. I'm still excited for that. Like yeah. even though they're they've been feuding for a while, and you know what. Maybe if I were to pick one that I think I think is most likely to steal the show, it might be Gargano and Ciampa against they Revival. They did it at the last takeover yeah. where they had the match of the night. And they have, like, the Revival just seems like they're always having good matches. And Gargano and Ciampa, same thing, so. All right, let's do our NXT picks. Seems how we're on the subject. Yeah. Takeover um, Toronto. Let's do, uh, let's start at the bottom here. The Revival. Nah. Versus team DIY, or sorry, hashtag, hashtag DIY now. Oh, jeez. In a yeah. two out of three falls match for the NXT Tag Team Championship. That's a fucking stinker of a name, Scotty, but I'm picking them to take it. The, the Me belts. too. I, I'm going to keep calling them Gargano and Ciampa, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going to keep calling them Gargano and Ciampa over here. DIY across the yeah. board. <laughs> uh, you can call them all that, but look what I wrote down for all three of us. DIY, I can't see that far. So. I think it says Gargano it. and Chompa yeah, on that paper. Yeah, you wrote Tomato Camper. Yeah. The uh, finals in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, Authors of Pain versus TM, 60 Where uh, Also a dumb name. As announced on this past week's uh, NXT, Paul Elring will be suspended <laughs> oh, right. in a shark's cage. That. I forgot. We should have talked about that. Jesus Christ. So is this whole thing designed to put, like the tournament, do you think it was designed to put over Authors of Pain from the get-go? No. I think it was designed. I think it was going to be uh, new guy and Aries. Yeah, me too. Oh yeah, Roderick Strong and Aries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now I do then think it's the authors of pain. Fucking Nakamura, fuck that plan up. <laughs> um, yeah. I think the cage falls on <laughs> one of the two faces, and <laughs> Paul just takes the bump of his yeah. life. Oh, <laughs> my old it's bones. Reminds, like, I'm just my old... flashbacks of the fucking Paul Bear in a concrete <laughs> casket. <Yeah. laughs> Um, uh, I tell you, I'm gonna take the author's spin. Me too. You had a babyface winner in the inaugural year. Now you have a heel winner. I'll take TM61. All right. I think there, you might be able to do more with them winning the tournament than the authors. Uh, next one is Ty Dillinger versus Bobby Roode. Me and Warren had a long talk about who we thought 
was going to win I'm this I'm going to go ahead and say right now, I'm picking Ty Dillinger. I'm going to take Bobby Roode. I'm taking but... the glorious one, Bobby Roode, too. Why do you think Ty Dillinger, though, Warren? I think that, well, first off, he uh, has not won a match in a long time. Uh, and I don't think that Bobby Roode gets hurt by losing to a guy like Ty Dillinger. And I think it's the rub for Ty Dillinger that his past is forgotten in all the matches that he's lost. Do you know what the saddest thing I'm going to say here, but the thing that I've kind of over the last, like since we watched this, I've thought, I don't think the WWE cares about giving Ty Dillinger that rub. I no, agree. I don't think so either. I don't um, think he matters. Like, I think they have a lot invested in Bobby Roode. For sure. Uh, but you could bring Bobby Roode up to the main roster tomorrow and he'd be fine. Sure. Whereas Ty Dillinger needs a lot of help. And so, I don't, I, like I said, I don't know if they even care that he I ever think they gets do. to the... I think based on the reactions that he's starting to get in uh, in NXT, the crowd's starting to like him. Sure. They can tell this story, which they did a really good job of that package, mm. showing his ECW stuff and and his jobber days. OVW, yeah. you mean? No, ECW. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was... They showed both. It was oh, really cool. Show, oh, okay. Um, so, I think, I think, yeah, Ty Dillinger. I hope you're right. It's a bold pick for me, but I think that'd be really cool. Uh, and then we have the women's match, Oscar versus Mickey James. Uh, it's got to be Oscar. Oscar, <laughs> I would assume so. But um, that, like, they might have a hell of a match. I hope so. I really do. I haven't seen Mickey James wrestle in a while, but uh, I feel like she should be able to bring. I'm just surprised she's able to wrestle after James Storm tied her to the railroad tracks That's and right. killed her. That's, we talked about that last week, I think, on the show. But uh, uh, has she ever done any? Uh, Japanese wrestling, Mickey James. You ever she ever gone overseas? No, not as far as I know. I don't see anything on her Wikipedia page either. So, no, she never really wrestled in Japan, as far as I know. Buddy, you sound disgusting. What do you have in your mouth? A hulls. Okay, that's what it is. I thought you like coughed that up and was like playing with it in your mouth. Nope, that'd be pretty fucking gross. Uh, main event: Shinsuke Samojo. Uh, Shinsuke. Shinsuke. Yeah, me too. I think uh, it would be pretty dumb to have Samoa Joe win that title back. So. Mm. Which is unfortunate that your two quote-unquote made events are so predictable uh, as far as we're concerned. Anyways. I feel like that happens way more in NXT than in because there's that, what are you doing with this guy? Mm. And you kind of always ever win the belt once, right? You yeah. never lose it and get it back. Yeah, so I mean, ideally, Joe loses this and just kind of disappears for a month and a half and then shows up at the Rumble. Sure. Yep. That's... I mean, perfect. Just mm-hmm. have him disappear and have people wonder what the hell is, is going to be in NXT? Is he not going to be in NXT? What's, what are they doing? And then he just shows up. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it. All right. And then uh, well, let's do our uh, Survivor here. I'm just going to make up another, another chart here. And Scotty. Okay. Let's start with, there's been a pre-show match announced yet. Which is not that I'm complaining because it's going to be a four-hour show, but um, actually, there's only six matches on here as of right now, which is also alarming. Miz and Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship. Sami Zayn. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I think Zayn wins that and brings that title over the Brian Kendrick versus Kalisto. 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 Trading the titles, as they call it. That's an uh, insider term. I had to explain by... that one. Uh, tag team elimination match. Raw or Ooh. SmackDown. Can you recap the teams that are on both? New Day. Excuse me. Seamus Cesaro. Gallows Anderson. Amore Cassidy. Uh, that's weird that it says Cassidy. Shining Stars. 
which is name. And that's raw. Then we have Slater Rhino, Hype Bros, Alpha, Usos, Breezango. I think I'm gonna take SmackDown. I remember what my Yeah. Um team. These are tough. I'm gonna go with Raw. The women's in the like some of these are really tough. Yeah, I think I'm gonna also go team SmackDown here. Just what because... are the defining teams that make you go that way? I think uh, my defining thing is that the the club is going to so fuck over Raw. Oh, really? Okay. I, I don't think there's that team on SmackDown as much. Mm-hmm. Brizongo, man. No, they're just bad. If it's anyone, not... it would be the Usos, I'd say. Yeah, and the Usos seem as on board as anyone's going to be. Uh, then we have the women, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. I guess I'll give this to Raw because I think they're going to want to set up that rubber match for the last match. I'm also picking a Raw. They just have a stronger women's division, I think. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm probably going to do the same thing. Team Raw. And then we have uh, the males. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Hmm. <laughs> That's a thinker. Yeah. I'm giving it to Raw because I think The Undertaker is going to run shit on someone. Probably AJ. I think Team... Prick. Oh, yeah. I guess SmackDown has to lose for that. Yeah. Raw. I guess I'll pick Raw based off this Undertaker thing. You could you could argue that if someone turns on their team and does not cost them the match, or that Undertaker leaves. would still go after them. AJ Styles says, screw this. Yeah, it walks out. away, Yeah, and then it starts an Undertaker thing, but SmackDown sure. still manages to win. Uh, that's kind of what I'm going on here. I will pick Team SmackDown. I think Rollins, Reigns, and Owens have higher standard than everyone else on SmackDown's team. I, I think that just uh, personally, Team or SmackDown needs to win two out of the three of these more than Raw does. Yeah. Raw has come off looking better since the brand split. Uh, so I just think that SmackDown think needs to win. I've liked SmackDown a lot better since the brand's Raw, A lot of people think. As far as programming, yes. But yeah. they have tried to give, like with the title. Okay, they have the world, we have the universal. Okay, we have, uh, that, we have the cruiserweight. Does, I don't think that means That's anything. That's 100% what they were. Like for me, it was Raw looked awful with that title because it was the new title when it yeah, started. That's yeah, That's true. That's yeah. true. Like they got the belt that is the lineage, and they didn't change the color. Like yeah. they had the company belt, and then Raw kind of made one. SmackDown, same thing with the was it Smack? Who had the no? The New Day had the SmackDown ones, mm-hmm. and then the New Day had or the, Raw had the women's one. Yeah, so those two make sense. Yes, but yeah, I never thought I never got the feeling that Raw was like winning. I guess. Yeah, I always kind of thought SmackDown was winning since the the draft. Just I didn't think any, like I thought they were both like I didn't think they had done anything to each other like there had never been that moment where it's like oh they got one because for me it's been kind of even mm-hmm. on what show I thought was better they just haven't had any like storyline beats where it was just like oh Raw got the better of them this time or and maybe it's just because I put a lot of stock into Raw gets two picks for SmackDown's one. Yeah, uh, it just always seemed to me like SmackDown was getting the short end of the stick. But the, the math always checked out with that, like because yes. Raw is a longer show. Yeah, they get they everyone gets the same amount of picks per hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Um, 
But yeah. Anyways, all right. Yeah. That's uh oh, and then I guess uh Lesnar, Lesnar and Goldberg. Oh right, that was a thing. Brock, God willing, it's Brock. Yeah, I got Brock Laser too. Yep, me too. And that's it. That's your six matches for a four-hour show. Mind you, they're elimination tags. Yeah, they're so gonna I be guess, long yeah. matches. They're gonna take a while. Plus all the entrances. Um. Interesting. All right. We've made our picks. I'm more excited for this show than I probably should be. I'm not near a microphone. Okay. I'll just Scotty's gonna text while I All right. awkwardly do silence. Uh yeah, I I'm Thanks also for excited. Me last week, guys. Also. also excited for the oh, show on Sunday. What did we say last week? Uh just the usual trash Scotty stuff. Hey, fuck Scotty. Yeah, Warren. hey, fuck that Scotty guy. There, I don't know. There's someone like, oh, he'd probably be on his phone right now if he was here or something. You probably would be. I probably would be. I'm not wrong in that assessment, though. Uh, okay, let's do the emails now. Uh, first one is from Mark. Subject line, world famous. Mm. This, is, this is good. This is a good start. Sup, Warren, Brando, and Boris? Mark, you're off to a bad start. Crickets. When did he write this? This was, uh, okay, yeah, so. Hey, maybe he listened Scotty for the first the time last week. No, fair and, enough. And he doesn't know that you're yep. even a thing. I don't I don't recall Mark emailing a lot. So <laughs> no, I don't maybe. recognize the name. Uh, in the U.S., only one of the Young Bucks is really worth a damn. Hell, <laughs> I don't even know the lesser one's name. This guy's really getting a following, though. Oh, and we've had Scotty in the office Deadpool for a while now. Uh-oh. My boss was quite happy with her winnings when the news broke last week of his demise. <laughs> uh, Shishmorshin is oh, how did... he ends that. <laughs> did we kill... <laughs> Did we kill Scotty off last week? I think I had mentioned that Scotty died. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's where this all. That's that's why he doesn't. He also attached an image. Yeah, you guys literally buried me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Collected your soul and dug you a hole. He attached an image, and I don't know if he found this online or if this was in a local liquor store, but it's in a liquor store, and it's a big advertisement, like a chalkboard up above, and it says uh, Trader Joe's world famous two buck chuck. Well, I'll be damned. So, he is famous. The undisputed champion of affordable wines is what it says. How much is an affordable $1. wine? $1.99 per bottle. Christ. Whoa, geez, fuck. Or $23.88 a case. Jesus. So two bucks for a bottle. Two buck truck. There you go. You don't say you save like 12 cents by getting a case. <laughs> hey, man, that 12 cents can go a long oh, way. $1.90. No, never mind. It's the illusion that they're saving. You save like 50%. It's oh, a pretty good deal. That was the other thing that I meant to bring up in the news that we didn't talk about. Uh, today is the 20th anniversary of The Rock's first ever match in WWE. There you go. What is your favorite Rock moment of all time, gentlemen? Oh, heavens. Uh, I really like. When I started getting a grasp on face heel, I really liked heel rock at WrestleMania 19. Mm. Working Austin, throwing on the vest. I really liked the rock working Hogan at 18. My favorite rock moment. Mine's really weird, um, but it was because it was the first time that I got to see the rock quote-unquote return. Because when I'd started watching full-time, he wasn't around anymore. He had already gone. And then Is he the returned. One? on Monday Night Raw to help Eugene out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> and I went insane. Yeah. Just because there was no, I mean, there was internet and there was people talking about it, but I was too young to yeah. even know that that was a thing. So I had no fucking clue that this was even possible. And then they hit his music, he came out, and I remember like running around me, like, what the fuck is going on? This is awesome. So yeah, that's a that really weird one for me. But Yeah, I'm trying to think of like moments that aren't matches for me. Anytime The Rock had a guitar. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Yeah, some of the rock sing along. The were rock great. concert or whatever they would call it. Yeah. Those were always pretty funny. Any moment with Jonathan Coachman. Yep. The and hurricane. 
Hurricane stuff. That shit is, is class. The hurricane uh, spying in his locker room. Yeah. Some yep. shit. Some of the Mick Foley stuff is great. Yeah. Rock and Zock Connection. Rock's great. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, there's not a lot of bad no. to be talking There about. was just a confidence with that guy where even when a segment was tanking, yep. you were just drawn no to him. Yep. Like, good God. What's he going to say? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next. Rock Rusev in Brooklyn? <laughs> when next. he called Paul Heyman cookie puss? That was mean. That was, yeah. He was being a bully. He was being a bit of a bully, wasn't he? Yeah. Be a star, Rock. Next email is from Wayne. Jordan. Uh, subject line, Warren is pretty much action Bronson. Okay. Well, Jordy Jojo. Jordan. Sell me. Uh, hey, Sat Squad. My name is Jordan. He does not proceed to say Okay. <laughs> We're just the end of that. Okay. <laughs> uh, my name is Jordan. I've been listening to the pod since uh, around podcast 60 on recommendation from the now deceased Manic Tank Talking Reckless podcast. Hey, we so, got one. <laughs> I guess you could say I'm a long time first time. Great. Nice. 60, that's like halfway. My reason. What are we talking about on 60, I wonder? Uh, who knows? My reason for finally writing in is that I live in the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre area, home of oh, The Office, I and I stuff. attended SmackDown Live, so I figured I'd give you guys a rundown of what I thought. I have to say I was pretty disappointed. Not sure what I expected going into a show where it seemed like 50% of the roster was tied up in something yes. that made them useless to the show. I don't know why they keep flipping the IC strap between Miz and Ziggler. No, because we think that... It just makes more sense to have Miz lose it than Ziggler lose it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 16-man tag was a royal clusterfuck, and yes. it seemed like they tried to get two birds stoned at once well, at the right. end by having Edge and Taker in the seg- seg- in the same segment, but it made them both seem less important. Also, the match after the show, uh, dark match, was a six-man tag with American Alpha and Kane taking on <laughs> Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, and AJ Styles. So I don't even know what that was. Yeah, dark uh, matches are. Fucking I really weird. want to Photoshop of Kane in like Olympic, like, uh, or like collegiate style wrestling gear. Sure. No. Yeah. Uh, one thing I didn't realize about WWE events is that the pyro is always heart attack inducing. Oh yeah, it's pretty unnecessary. But in the sat pod way, I'll try to stay positive about the product. Oh boy, it was cool to see Taker and Edge, even if only for a couple minutes. The Ziggler match was also really cool to start out the show, and if anything. Nikki Bella looks even better in person. Anyways, keep up the good work and keep on selling the chair shot. Yeah, she looked really good on SmackDown this week. Mm. She's a she's a gorgeous lady. She is. Um, on the point of him talking about Edge and Taker on the same segment, me and Warren were while we we're watching SmackDown, and Edge came out, paused it to see how much time was left, and we were kind of like, "They used Taker like in this because mm. we knew they didn't have te- time for another segment," and I think we were kind of both. Of the same mind too, where it seemed weird that they were kind of cramming both that into one, into one yeah, thing. just jamming it everything in. Yeah, uh, um, it is good to know that Kane came out to work a match because what I had seen was that <laughs> Undertaker was going back up the ramp, and then Kane came out, out, and they did the <laughs> fist raise, and then Kane just walked to the back. Kane <laughs> <With the Undertaker. laughs> just came out. Were well, you told yeah. me that? And I was like, that seems like Walk the dumbest off. thing. Yeah, because that's all they showed. They put up a video on WWE.com of that happening, and that's all they showed. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I guess that's all they did after the cameras went. But I'm, I'm glad they at least did some sort of a match with him. Right. Just to have him come out and do something. Um, Thanks for that email. I like to know. Also, like, the fucking pyro. Yeah. Scares the oh, shit yeah. out of me, even when Kane. I know it's coming. Kane's the worst one. Or, at least or this show this starting one for me. It's been me. a long time since we had Pyro. <laughs> yeah, we had it at uh, the the SmackDown where yeah, yeah, yeah. Kofi Kingston got put through tables. tables. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing that I want to talk about was uh, another video that they did after SmackDown on WWE.com where it was Zack Ryder uh, standing there by himself warming up uh, using those like stretchy jump cable things. I have no idea what they're actually called because we don't exercise. They don't work not. out an awful lot. Yeah. 
Uh, but he's just hanging out. jump cables, he's I think is the technical term. got his headband and his sunglasses on. And then Kurt Hawkins walks up out of nowhere and just looks at him and goes, you think you know me? And then Zach Ryder looks at him and goes, on this day, and takes his sunglasses off, a la CSI, I see clearly. And then Edge comes in, and he recites a few lines, and then they kind of all look at each other, and Edge goes, all right, see you, boys, and just walks off. Uh-huh. It, was a, it was a cool little like nod yeah. to the Edge heads thing, yeah. which is... I uh, I really really like that, so I'm sure that's on their website. You can I'll have to check that out. Find it. It was uh it was pretty. Uh, the best part was that at, after Edge walks off, Hawkins just kind of like like no selling. Like who's that guy? And like <laughs> Ryder looks like a child again. He's like, man, that was really Uncle Edge. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was really really cool. I liked that a lot. Uh, okay, now we're gonna save that email for last because that's how that goes. Ty writes in an uh, email. Subject line: Fun fantasy booking. Satpod, sometimes I miss that cold open to the podcast. Oh, he wants me to. Satpod! That's true. That was pretty funny when he used to do that. Uh, what's happening, boys? I got a question for you uh, that the office marks will appreciate. Oh! Vince McMahon has just stepped through the doors of the Satpod studios. He needs your help. Titan Towers has been approached about remaking the office for the WWE Network. <laughs> Think you're up for the task? Recast the office using WWE superstars and personalities. Okay. Let's lay some ground rules. Okay. They have um, to be alive. They have to be alive. Sure. Uh, are we looking for guys that are funny? Oh, like, are these guys acting? Uh, yeah. Or are these guys just people? Is remaking it, the office, for the WWE Network. So... To me, remaking the office would mean in the same way that it is a mockumentary. So am I? T- so I'm, they're acting. I'm taking wrestlers and being like, "We want you to be in the office." Okay. So yeah. they're not necessarily playing. They're not playing Xavier Woods. No, no, no they're playing the characters right. that we okay. know on the office. Okay. And I'm going to make my Michael Scott pick right now. Okay. Santino Morella. Okay, I'll accept that. I can't do that much, Santino Morella. I think he would be perfect for that. You know who would be a good Creed? Hmm. Bob Backlund. Yep. Perfect. Sure. Yep, that's, that's a good, good pick. That's, that's a, really a real good, good pick. pick. <laughs> uh, who's your Michael Scott then? If you can't do Santino, who's your Michael okay. Scott? Triple H. No. Kidding, what? He's no, the driest yeah. human of alive. That's why it would be real funny. Triple no. H, Triple H should have to be like the uh, like the 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 two up from Michael Scott. Like the yeah. Who is that guy? Uh, uh, you're talking about David Wallace. David yeah, Wallace. David Wallace yeah. from yeah. corporate. If, if if Triple H was going to be in it, sure. David Wallace. Uh, my Michael Scott. Boy, oh boy. I'm going to say. It's got to be dumb funny. Hmm. Jericho might be okay. Jericho might be an okay Michael Yeah, Scott. Jericho would be okay with that. He's got that same kind of awkward timing yeah. that, that, that uh, Michael Scott has. Ambrose? Ambrose would be all right. He'd do it okay. Yeah. Who's. M- Dwight. Who's a good Dwight? Mm. Kane. Kane would be a pretty good Dwight, actually. <laughs> yeah, corporate Kane. But, like, yeah, it has to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. corporate Kane. Like, like Kane, like Glenn Jacobs. Yeah. It needs to be more of Glenn Jacobs than it needs to be of Kane acting there. That's um, a good pick. I like Darren that Young's Oscar. Sure. That's okay. <laughs> that makes sense. That checks out. Um... <laughs> Um, you need a gym. Yeah, gym's a. You, That's you, Cena. Gym's That's a, gotta be Cena. Yeah, it's see, you know what? Cena. Cena is your gym. 
Cena's messing with Kane. He's got the good comedic timing. Yeah, and he's Cena. It has to be Cena. Yeah. Um, he's a stare at the camera. Mm-hmm. Good, classic good-looking guy. Who's Pam, then? It's got to be Nikki Bella, doesn't it? Yeah, I think you got to do Pam as Nikki Bella. Yeah. Who's Angela? I, that's the thing, though, is that Nikki is just such a bitch, though. That's true. It's tough yeah. to believe her as Pam, whereas, like... Becky Lynch? Becky Lynch could fucking, if I could understand what she was saying... <laughs> I want to say Bailey, but I feel like Bailey would be better being the new secretary whose name is Kate. Or yes. Kelly. Yeah. No, Nikki Bella would be Kelly. Nikki Bella could be Kelly. I can see that. Yeah. Who's Ryan? Dawson a little bit of a bitch. Ryan was the one when we first did this, was the first one I started trying to cast. Yeah, Ryan would be tough. Like Seth yeah. Rollins or something? That's not bad, actually. He'd be okay. Like yeah. the young upstart? Yeah. Who's kind of a dick, thinks he's all that. Yeah. Seth Rollins would be pretty good at that, actually. Yeah. I think Seth I like Rollins that would be good, Ryan. Um, who are we missing here? We did there. We need a Stanley. <laughs> Booker T. That's uh-huh. not bad. Uh... Kane would also be a good Stanley. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a, a good no. Because he's annoyed. Mark Henry. Mark Henry, Mark Henry as Stanley. Stanley. Mark Henry as Daryl from the warehouse. That's not bad either. Although you could, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, we need a we need a Andy Bernard. Yeah, that's a tough one. We need a Nard dog. I'd almost rather Santino <laughs> be Bernard than Scott, but I just don't like Santino enough. Yeah, he'd be okay as Andy. I feel like there's somebody that'd be really good. That we're, Kevin we're Owens? I want Big E for my Daryl. Yeah, oh, Big E is Daryl, yeah. That's a good Daryl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mark Henry Stanley. Andy's a tough one, man. Yeah, Andy's totally tough. tough. Andy's no, tough. no one in the WWE does Andy's shtick. Shtick. Just awkward and not, yeah. Tough. That one's tough. Well, I you know, know how like Andy know. makes jokes and always wants to be in on like the cool thing in the office. Yeah. Roman Reigns. Like I Roman Reigns always wants to try to be get in I on guess. the laugh. Yeah. And nobody sense. ever laughs. Sure. That's like some meta. I know, I'm trying hard here, man. I'm trying real hard. He's too good looking to do that, too, which is downside. Roman should be uh, Pam's old boyfriend. There you go. Roy? Yeah, Roy. Roy from the warehouse? Definitely Ray. Roman Roman is Roy, yeah. Rusev Um, should be Andy. Rusev (laughs) is Andy. (laughs) Rusev should be Dwight. Uh, I like Kane as Dwight. Kane's definitely the Dwight. Yeah? Okay. I really like Kane as... Stanley? Is Stanley in my mind? That's true too. I was thinking about being at the desk, Stanley. like annoyed by everything that's going on. Although Mark Henry could do that too. Mm. But then who's oh. our Dwight? Yeah, that's right. Xavier Woods would probably be a good Dwight. Yeah, a nerd that. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Uh, Phyllis. Yeah, we gotta get some of the girls. Phyllis guys. and Nia Jax is Phyllis. Okay, that's horrible. I was gonna say Natty is Phyllis, maybe. That's horrible. Um, <laughs> I cannot hear what he's saying, but War is just muttering into his hands. It's horrible. <laughs> it's, it's horrible that we both thought Nia Jax yeah. immediately for the fact. It has to be the big one. Uh, Meredith. Who's gross? <laughs> Who's gross? Who's gross and borderline an alcoholic? Fair. Part of getting that job seems to be that you got to be mighty attractive. If Mae Young was still alive, that's mm. that's her role right Ooh, there. Rough. She's not. Um, 
I don't know. There's I don't know none. You might have to go with attractive women because they only have attractive that's, women that's on the WWE. Fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I, 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 Meredith's. Alexa Bliss needs to be Angela. Angela you know who else would have been a good Pam? Hmm. Renee Young. That's true. That's not a bad pick either. Yep. Let's do that. I can get on board with that. Yeah. 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 Who's that free up? I think that one was free up because we only said. Oh, yeah. We were like hypothetical. Yeah. And then you were like, Becky Lynch Lynch could be Meredith in the sense that they both have red hair. Sure. I'd accept it. That's an easy way to do that. (laughs) Who's Angela? Uh, Nick. Alexa Bliss. Bliss. Oh, okay. Has to be Alexa Bliss. We need Kevin. Kevin Owens. That'd be pretty good. That's probably pretty good, actually. (laughs) What did Jericho end up as? Andy, I think. Did he end up at his we gym? No, it wasn't Jim. Him being Jericho Michael. should be in this show. Oh yeah, Jericho might be my Michael. Yeah, he can lead a comedic show. Yes. Like he might be the of funniest course. guy on the roster. Yeah. All right. Good question. Plus, Santino Morello might be dead. Only one left is Toby. We need Toby. Yeah. And that might be Kane too. Kane's Kane can fit into the office rather well, in my mind. I'm trying to think of legitimately Tony uh, Toby's biggest interaction is being put down by well, who would be Jericho? James Ellsworth. Yeah, Good. that's yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's a little niche for the times, but um, somebody that just is like super dry. Lance Storm. Lance Storm <laughs> would be a tremendous Toby. He seems like an HR kind of guy. Yeah. That's the thing. We've Michael, been very current with our papers. roster. Like, I bet you if we opened our minds a Doug little bit, deep, we yeah. could get... Either way, though, I think we did a, a pretty good, decent good casting. job casting. Can we get anyone, anyone left off? I don't think so. Not... we got to ruin it the Scranton branch. Yeah. And we got all the main the yeah. main characters. All the main yeah. ones. Meredith was a little forced. But yeah, that's, we had to push what, for Meredith. What can you do there? You have a company full of attractive right. people. We did Oscar. We did... Everybody. Yeah. Did Dean... Dean didn't get cast, eh? No. No. Yeah. Dean could be an okay Dwight. Sure. He's he's too cool. He's too, I feel like, like he'd be somebody cocky, in the warehouse. Confident. He'd be like the He bigger... actually looks a little bit like Roy. He does. <laughs> he does. He does. Hmm. That's fine. I can't we can't cast based on the wrestler because nope, we don't true. have enough people. That's true. He was what he might have been what like AJ Styles we didn't cast. AJ Styles could be that southern chick who mm. comes in and buys the company with her giant dogs. That's not a bad pick. <laughs> not a bad pick at all. Uh, Stephanie McMahon is Jan. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. Steph's Jan. It has to be Jan. Yep. They're both huge What about cunts. those two uh, young nerds that come in late? <laughs> Mini Jim and Mini Dwight, yeah. you mean? Maybe that's Dean. Yeah. Dean can be Mini Jim. Mini Jim. Mini yeah. Jim, yeah. Mini Dwight's the better one, though. Oh, no, Mini Jim's the good one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we spend a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, a lot good of time job, well Ty. Spent. You derailed That's us. A very good question. Ty also says, "Also call me crazy, but I'm I the only one who sees the Miz dropping the title to Sammy? No, you're not. No. On Sunday, and then sabotaging Team SmackDown in the Survivor Series five on five men's match, and then Undertaker goes after the Miz. Maybe. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I just have it in my head that they're gonna do some sort of a trade where Miz is just like, fuck this, I'm out. They just keep. They love bringing you up think the it's, Cesaro. There's gonna be a legitimate trade too, right? Yeah. In all this? Yeah. You think there's going to be, what was it, Miz for Cesaro? Cesaro? Yeah. I feel like is is the right move to make. Who knows? Uh, Nova Punk writes in an email, Hey, Satpaw, just wondering who you think 
the most improved wrestler of 2016 is? Well, we can't answer that because that would ruin it's our year-end show. too close. If you would have asked us a couple months ago, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe but in September it's, we would have answered this. Now we got we got to keep our cards close to the chest. Uh, but he says, for me, it's The Miz. I care about his matches yeah. more than I ever has in his and than I ever have in his career in WWE. Honorable mention to Braun Strowman as he has improved a lot this year as well. Hmm. Nova. Good picks, both. There you go. Yeah, it makes sense. Those guys will both be on my list of... <sighs> Yes. Candidates. Mm-hmm. And finally, making his return is the Miz guy. Subject line, attention, Survivor Series exclusion. Probably supposed to be exclusive. Hello, my bros from the Satpaw, Spanish, from the San, Span, Jesus Christ. Try that again. Spanish announce pod. Is it? No, it is me, the Miz guy. And I have come back to reality to discuss the many happenings of our sport. R spelled A-R-E. This Sunday is the annual Survivor Series special. Look close at this card, bros, and read between the lines. It appears that management has snuck in subtle hintings that the theme in the, of this episode is, one, survive, and two, a tribute to the SmackDown versus Raw era. But what does that fare for the other brands of the sport? <laughs> Me too. The exclusion of the TNA and PWA brands are evidence that management is not bringing the bestest, biggest card to its fans. So here is a question for all of you in presence of this recording. Presence, I think, is what he's going for. Who would you survival series five man teams be from total nonstop action wrestling? We the have many fighters who have competed on the biggest WWE stage before, like Matt Hardy, Cody Rhodes, Daryl Matt Daryl McIntyre. My boy. <laughs> Our boy. And Kurt Angle. Uh, your selections. And to entertain your local listeners, who is your five-man PWA team? Uh, Scotty, make a five-man TNA team. Okay. Uh, we're doing both Broken Hardys. Okay. That's easy. Uh, EC3. Yep, that's I'm also on board. Five-man? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Sure. Eddie Edwards. Boom. That works for me. I can't think of anyone that I would put on there. That okay. Now you. Give me a five-man PWA team. Got to put the champ on there, Marky. Yep. MRB. Given. Sheik. Okay. Probably want BVD. And Team Hall of Fame. Oh. Or my two. No BVD. Nope. nope. No Colton I'll, Kelly. I'll refer to you. No Colton Kelly. Come on, Colton Kelly. What about what about Millennial yeah, Rebels close. for three spots? Hmm. The Sheik. No. BVD and MRB. I like that team too. There you go. Sure. Uh, and I conclude this entry with a little bit of Miz talk. Mike regained his IC title this week from Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler. Every time Miz steps into competition, he gets closer and close to being the pound-for-pound athlete of the industry. But the SmackDown management of Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan have an angry bias against Mike. You can spell bias right, but you can't. Jesus Christ. Not name him captain of the Blue Brand squad, nor let him compete on the team. This management team was elected on the promise to the fans that their show will not be about them. It will be about its athletes. You know what? That's a sound point there. There you go. Because I made that You know that what, Miz Guy? You make a little bit of sense every once in a while. Why, why is Shane in this match when they first said, it's not about us? You did say that. That's okay. He's are, he's made are, a point. You here. are definitely at least as smart as the Miz. <laughs> However, with Daniel Bryan attacking Miz verbally over the past few months, and Shane McMahon attacking Baron Corbin to take his spot on the Survivor Series team, I can't help but think this is evidence that the fans need to throw a coup de tat 
coup d'etat. Okay, <laughs> to overthrow McMahon and Bryanson from office. Also, are they forcing to make Mike defend his title five days after a highly contested bout? I feel the issues challenge from Ziggler should not carry over. The Athletic Commission in Ontario needs to step in and make sure Mike Mazanin is even medically cleared for this bout. And yes, Satpod, your Miz guy will be at Survival Series this Sunday, corning his boy, The Miz. Cornering, I hope, is what that means. His boy, The Miz, and make sure no shady shit goes down. I will also be there to cheer on the MMA legend, Goldberg. Good day. I said good day. The Mizcast. Uh, hold up a sat pod sign so we know you're not some sort of fucking internet bot. Keep emailing us. Yeah, do it. <laughs> well, this kid put on a podcast. He did. That he did. Did anyone listen? Are yeah. we sure it's not just like a... Oh, legit. No. Oh, it's real. It's legit. He said my name. No, no, no. It's it's real. It's damn real. I think you can find it on Podbean, right? Yep. Mizcast. There's a plug for the Mizcast. Normally plug shows that we like, like Suplex City Limits or New Blood, but... He, uh, he plugged it for himself on the end of this email, too. Subscribe to the Mizcast on iTunes, Twitter, and MySpace. Still rocking that MySpace lifestyle, old Miz guy. And that's the email. Sapaw316 at yahoo.com is how you can write us an email. Um, I tweeted out wanting questions, and Matt Eads tweeted us a question. Okay. Stroman, great or greatest? Ooh. Ooh. Matt Eads is a big Braun Strowman mark. Really? He's a large fan of that man. I think uh, we could sit here and wonder if Matt Eads would even have been a wrestling fan if Braun Strowman (laughs) hadn't been around when he started. He was he he was texting us saying that if if Braun would have accepted that scarf, he would have given up on wrestling forever. So thank God they didn't book Braun Strowman. I am just stunned that he's been on as long as he has. He's digging it. Yep. He's uh he's digging. Every it. now and then he even drops a SmackDown reference, and I was like, "You watching both shows?" Matt Eads, yeah, it's double dipping on some wrestling. He even tweeted about it last week. Something about uh, the U.S. president has as many presidencies as he has sold stunners. There you go. Look at you making he a is. wrestling. Yeah, so look at you with a wrestling it. zinger. <laughs> okay. That's the show. Uh, it's going to be a busy week, obviously. Weekend of wrestling. Um, I plan to get drunk at least one of these nights. So that'll be fun. Me too. Watch the Twitters. We'll be going uh, going on there. Uh, we are going to listen to the song that I have downloaded, which is not showing me the name of it. So I'm going to just give me a second here. All right. All right. Good old Stalin. It is called was a Devil's Calling by Parkway Drive. Ooh. A little bit of bias, as I said off the start. I like Parkway Drive an awful lot, so I think it's pretty fucking rad that they're getting used for... Uh... You and Seth Rollins both. That's right. When I am now, I'll never forget the day I found out that Seth Rollins liked that band. I was like, my man. My man. Gained a lot of respect for you just now. What did you say? Was he a heel? Was he a heel at the yeah. time? I think so. Yeah, I think it was during his title run. His his first title run, right, and only title run, yeah. I guess. Um, uh, no, he got two. Did he get a second? I guess one? if you don't call the second one a run, he won the title from Roman, oh, and right, then right, Diener right. came and got it from him. Right, right, right. Forgot that that happened. Technically, two-time champion though. And that's mm-hmm. right. Yep, that is that is true. 
Okay. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Satpod. Uh, individually, I am at the Diesel Barris. I'm at Brando nineteen ninety. I'm at Scottbox sixty four. Uh, Boris, you should follow him too because we like him at BB Boris. Uh, me, him, and myself did some uh, some more commentary. We got some new videos up. PWAWrestling.ca. Uh, that is Christmas Slam is not this Saturday. But next Saturday, the 26th, Cody Rhodes in Edmonton taking on MRB. I'm going to book that off work. I am uh, stoked. Should be called Holiday Slam. MRB. <laughs> uh, I'm triggered because I don't celebrate Christmas. MRB put up a, a video promo this week, which is really, really good. So I'd highly recommend. Just go to pwrestling.ca, and that's where you can find For all your all Kwanzaa the Slam stuff. info. Did Do people actually say tr- I'm triggered? I don't know. I don't know people. I'm not friends with people who say that. I'm okay. just trying to be a douche. I knew triggered was like, like that word. coming up as like, yeah, a new big word. It's like when you're offended thought, by stuff. Yeah, but it's like no one would ever say I'm triggered. I think it, someone else would uh, say that it. That triggers like, me that you don't think yeah, people don't, say that it triggers I people. I mean, I'm no expert on the internet <laughs> that's, speak. That's fair. But. Buy our t-shirt, whatamaneuver.net. Mm-hmm. More coming soon, too. Christmas, uh, it's Christmas time. Yeah, get gr- get your grandma uh, a Santa t shirt. Uh, it is hot. <laughs> you should call it Santa Slam. <laughs> uh, I'm <laughs> that's not bad. That'd be not bad. I should be Santa and get slammed just like in life. I've always said that about you. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Warren, you'd make a hell of a Santa, good Santa, or an action Bronson cosplayer. Well, that's what I've been told. So, just carrying his bag around, slinging fucking bricks. Of- Okay, people. <laughs> All right, enjoy uh, Goldberg Lesnar this weekend. And nothing else. Nothing else. Everything else is going to be shit. Pure garbage. Goldberg Lesnar is going to be a five star wrestling match. You mark my words. Watch it. Watch it be match of the year. <laughs> watch it be match of the year no unanimously no amongst the whole world, and Scotty just <laughs> fucking won't let it happen. He'll <laughs> no. be like, no, nope. no. no, no. <laughs> Uh, All right, we'll be back next week. Uh, Scotty, take us out of here. All right, guys, until next time, keep on freeing Matt Seidel. (laughs) 